1: wherever podcasts are available. Do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. PlayStation. Beyond.
0: Beyond. 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 Beyond, what's up? Beyond is the name of the podcast. Beyond, uh, I'm Max Scoville. I'm your host. This is uh, IGN's number one PlayStation podcast, the podcast about PlayStations that you should be listening to because we're having a fun time doing this. Uh, uh, with me is Marty Sleva. Hey, everybody. Brian Altano. Bra! And for his second podcast of all time ever, yes. Brendan Tyrell of House Tyrell and the Tyrell
2: Corporation. Hey, God, I'm God. sorry. You're so sick of that now, I'm <laughs> sure. It's, it's beaten to death. Hi. Well, first of all, hi. Uh, second of all this is my second podcast and the second time I've heard that reference today yeah <laughs> yeah,
3: hey, hey, man well, just... I feel really bad for you but try having a name that sounds like Brian Boitano <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's true yeah also I got all I got as a kid was Marty McFly Really,
0: that's not yeah, even that's, very clever. I, I would be yeah. cool.
3: I'd be totally cool with that. Yeah, that's. In fact, a good I will reference. trade with you right now. At least you weren't an ice skater. Yeah.
0: Well, see here <laughs> at IGN, we've seen we've seen three movies. One of them's Blade Runner, and we watch one TV show, and it's called Game of Thrones. Yeah. So <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's why you have a job here. Yeah. Um, also, you reviewed the order.
2: I imagine. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I did review that. That was a job here. Everyone's yeah. real mad about that. Uh, you know, it's actually it's it's pretty split. Um, I, I I read on the internet everyone's real mad about it. <laughs> well, according to the IGN comments. Uh, Things, that, it's not as bad as it seems. Like there is a there is definitely a defense force for mm-hmm. this game that that sort of sprung up in uh, in the day or two following its release. Mm-hmm. And um, I can I can totally understand it. It's beautiful. Um, you know, the, it's got a lot of stuff going for it. It's a PlayStation exclusive, so people who are really tied to this console they're are passionate right. about it. Yeah, very passionate. And, I think
3: yeah. I think a day or two after is a good time for a defense force to rise because it makes a lot more sense than a day or two before. So that's the thing that really
2: killed me. It's like I reviewed it. The review went up and instantly people were like, well, have you ever done this before? You know, like that kind of stuff. And and, uh, and I I think it's important to keep in mind that, you know, I gave it a 6.5. That is not a bad score by any stretch of the imagination. On the IGN scale, a 6.5 is literally okay. It's as okay as you can get. Um, just an it's enthusiastic it's a okay. okay,
3: a resounding
1: <laughs> a resounding okay. Is, it, from uh, the is it like okay
3: exclamation or
1: is it just okay? No, it's just right, okay. That's it's, not, it's not a six point nine. Oh, that, that's yeah. what that is. It's just an okay with a period, not an okay with a question mark. Which, six, yeah, six point five
0: mark. is is like an average plus, and you yeah, can read into sure. that as much as you want. Yeah, um, <laughs> you're
3: not going to fail your class.
2: It's a good no. score.
3: Yeah. Well, it, it's actually it's good that you make you bring that, that up score. because yeah, lots uh, of games
2: should shoot for that score.
3: If you got sixty five in school in America, it meant you had a D, right? right. So a lot of people look at a game like that's uh, a sixty five and it's a D, and it doesn't really work like that. Well,
2: I think I think this is a this is a problem that we're running into, right? Is is maybe it is the sort of scholastic. Thing that we've been inherently trained to, to accept. Yeah. But I, I think... By and large, people see sevens to tens. Like that's what. Well, maybe not tens, but sevens to nines. That's mm-hmm. what they see. That's what they consider. AAA games should do this, and we really need to, I think, break the habit of of just relying on half a review scale. Let's just start giving.
0: Ones. Well, see, I think we last time we I, talked about. I got close. Yeah. We talked about how the length of a game is really just a totally nebulous concept, yes, and it's absolutely. stupid to harp on. Like, oh, it's only five hours long. It's like, well, that's that's like two and a half movies. You know mm-hmm. what, do you, what do you want? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then of course the idea of, a t- of taking this five hour long experience that was made by thousands of people right. and trying to score it on a 10 scale it's, mm-hmm. is a little bit, it's almost like this is some draconian concept, it's a holdover from when games had like six colors.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You got a you got a half point for each color you and like, for each bleep and bloop. Marty, it's, you and I we had a chance to live stream the order a bit. We got to, yeah. we got to play it. It's
0: it's really pretty, it's super gorgeous. pretty. There's a lot of really cool stuff there. Remember those puddles? There's some those great puddles. Best,
2: best puddles of 2014. Wow, I'm going to call it right now. Not, it's the it's the it's Not better than the yeah. puzzles of
1: uh, the puddles of 2014.
2: Puddles and dragons. Yeah, that was a weird puddles year for puddles.
1: puddles.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, puddle fighter, uh, but yeah, puddle no, it's. I think that I mean it's definitely there are. There are numerous pieces of a really good game in there
2: yeah. Yeah. that are just these, yeah. these
0: large chunks that just don't really connect quite yet. And that,
2: and that was really my, my verdict for the game. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's gotten a lot of really amazing things, but ultimately it's a game that's just struggling against itself and making all of those awesome ingredients really congeal into something better than the parts, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and right now, they just they fight each other. They separate.
1: So we're going we're to talk about more about uh, sort of what we want from the future. If yeah. there's going to be a future of the Order and what we want from the I hope order, there is. I really do. Yeah, for sure. Max. What else are we gonna talk about this week?
0: Well, we've got some exciting things. There's a lot of there's a lot of news. There's a, a game called Axiom Verge, which uh, looks like some some hard, dirty Metroidvania. Whoa! <laughs> uh, we've been talking about how Drive Club, that cool game from Evolution Studios, the guys who made MotorStorm Pacific Rift, the greatest game of all time, uh, might be free to play for people, or not wow. free to play, but free for people with PlayStation Plus, and that's something that we were told before the PlayStation was even out, I believe, mm-hmm. and that's we still don't have that. So what's up with that? Yeah. Uh, and then of course there's some uh, there's
1: we have an anniversary. We have an anniversary. A three, very a three-year anniversary. A very special little guy just turned three. Old enough to smoke one cigarette. Old enough to no, die. No, you smoke. can't give a three-year-old baby that, a cigarette. Did you cigarette? ever see that fat baby with hey, all the cigarettes? Yeah, we've all been on YouTube. You can. Farm, <laughs> yeah,
0: like, I think that three
2: years old is a good age for a farm animal to start smoking but three cigarettes. But
1: three-year-olds in a console's life, that's like halfway
2: through
3: a console's yeah. life cycle. It's, so. it's yeah.
2: sort of like dog years. In console yeah. years, like one year is 20 years. No? We are, of yeah. course, talking about the, the young PlayStation Vita. Oh,
3: yeah. That beautiful little boy.
1: Mine's a girl. You got lucky.
3: What, yeah.
0: What, what color is it? It's black. How do you gender, how do you gender Avita? Because I named her. I feel like I mean, if you want to be like really dumb and obvious, I feel like the the big bulky ones are like those are the boys. You can tell by their their large their large chassis. They're, they're, they have more upper arm strength and. I don't know. And it's then really you got the stockier build. The little curvier yeah. ones are. The I don't slimmer know. ones? Yeah. You say the curvier ones? And everyone's like, they don't have as good screens. Let's criticize that weird thing and fuss about that. <laughs> it's a TFT Matrix, not an OLED. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 got it. Um, Should we get into the news with the news ghost?
3: Let's get into the news. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. It's the news ghost. I'm terrified. We're really going to try this, this news ghost thing. People news like ghost. the news ghost. No one said they didn't like the news. Go, so and Brandon people last people week. Last yeah, week I, were, I think so. I did.
2: Yeah, we, 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 I'm sitting here going, like, do I make sounds now? Like, so
3: I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna let you in in a secret. What you're getting in on right now, you're getting in on the ground floor. Awesome. Of a brand new, amazing thing called News Ghost. And yeah. that's when we have new news to talk yeah, about. So new News Ghost? We can a pass ghost? this on to
0: you. You get your starter pack of the News Ghost and you can take this uh, to your friends and expose them to the News Ghost. Right. And the more people you get on board with the News Ghost, the more beneficial it is. It's a pyramid scheme. It's, it's a pyramid is. scheme. <laughs> I was just going to say.
3: I get more woos and then... Uh, it, it, yeah. Just, it's, yeah a, like, it's a haunted pyramid. Yeah, oh, great. It's a ghost pyramid, which, like, if you tell... <laughs> I think every pyramid haunted. If movie. you tell your loved ones you lost a lot of money to a ghost pyramid, yeah. they're going to be like... <laughs> Awesome!
0: <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, "Where is this? I want to take a crack at it. <laughs> this sounds like the ultimate puzzle." <laughs> Did you get any pictures
1: of it? No, it's dead. It's, it's dead. Yeah.
0: It's filled with moments. Um Yeah. So what's here? Should, should I just should I
1: go this? You want to do this? I don't know. Uh, we, can, we, can, we can do it together. Well, I guess the first thing we already hold, started. Hold my hand. And we jump already, off a cryptic we, cliff together. Uh, we've already started talking about it. Uh, possibly from the uh, what do we want uh, from the future of the order? Yeah. Uh, this comes from uh, Steven Santana, and he writes, "Hey Max, Marty." there's no one else here so you guys that's fine you guys are news ghosts so uh, with the order of 1886 <laughs> behind us what would you like to see in a sequel that would make an amazing game people were hoping for in the first place also thank you Max for taking a picture with me and Brian last week beyond hey did you take a picture
3: with someone we did yeah oh that's him oh yeah that guy that's yeah, him he, came he, wrote What's up? he wrote a letter well, nope. why didn't he put my name on? This, off? Was, a great, this, was, this it. was one of my one of my favorite pictures. I can, even, I've taken. I've taken somebody out of out the picture
0: because I, I much out. like a four year old, decided that we should all have props. So I grabbed a bottle of Jack Daniels, an Optimus Prime toy, and a styrofoam skull, and had all of us hold these things in the picture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for, that, for no reason. All of that because it's right. an exciting, it's a better picture now. We get yeah, cool no, props. Absolutely
1: um, so a sequel, Brandon. You obviously finished it, Brian. I did. Did you play any of it? No, no, not yet. No. And you guys played a bit. We played probably about a third
2: of it. Yeah. yeah. So, so when you guys were doing your live stream, I was like, do you really want to start at the beginning? Because a lot of it is is sort of cinematic ramp up. Yeah, ramp up yeah. what You run into. So from what you played, what did you? I mean, how did how did you take it? Um, I mean, I think we both agreed the game.
1: Is stupid gorgeous. Okay. Uh, the world is really interesting. Yeah, like I like that sort of mm-hmm. fusion of uh, Victorian England with No, it's gorgeous, we- gorgeous steampunk. Yeah, yeah, with amazing steampunk. Where I guess werewolves are kind of cool. That one part was really dark, though. That's so why we got stabbed by a werewolf a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, my problem was the game was just boring to play.
0: Yeah, um, I think it was. It's it's like a museum tour. It feels like a, one of those like like one of those museums that's trying to be more like interactive, and they're yeah. like, you can touch a sword, but you have to put on these gloves first and exactly. the man is going to hold the sword. You don't actually get to hold it. Yeah. You're yeah. like, you're going to sort of touch the sword. Yeah. It's like yeah. patting a dead sword. Not yeah. the shot
2: part. It's just the handle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uh, And that's basically the beats that you guys just hit is everything I put in my review. mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. gorgeous. I love the world. I love those characters. I love how they pulled threads from uh, historical nonfiction, uh, you know, historical fiction, uh, myth, legend. Yeah, Arthurian legends. Arthurian legend. um, You know, the Holy Grail actually has a gameplay element now, right? Yeah. uh, It's supposed to keep you alive forever, and now it actually does. Yeah. Um, And so all of these things came to work together to create that beautiful world, and it's Gorgeous. It's yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. which warn people is
1: probably gonna be spoiler warning, but the game's pretty short, so if you got over the weekend you probably you probably finished well, it. Well,
2: I, I think we haven't touched on anything that isn't in like chapter two. So oh, cool. I don't yeah. remember holy grail, do you? Um, I guess we something were, about we our... Talking. Some you guys, guy you guys were talking. We were yeah, we chitching. were, we were Someone talking. Someone yelled at us
1: for talking during it. Yeah. I I know, know. Well, that's X-Men, not a live stream. You, you nah. want us to just
3: breathe into the... <laughs> yeah. side. So,
2: you had a great like, answer. Yeah. We're not going to sit inside. Have, yeah.
3: have, <laughs> yeah. have we heard anything about uh, sales data whatsoever? No. So that's, no. That hasn't happened yeah, yet? Yeah, I
2: mean, it just came out on Friday, and so
0: we're yeah. recording
1: Monday, so yeah. three days.
0: So I think there's a there's a thing we have to acknowledge at this point, and that is that if we are seeing a game of this scale, of this like a caliber, it is extremely unlikely that this is a... Especially with with an exclusive on a console. Like, It is so unlikely that this is a 1.0. Off and then yeah. there's not going to
2: be another one. Absolutely, yeah. you know how much upfront work they had to do mm-hmm. in oh, yeah. order to make everything look as good as it does. Yeah, um, they already have the foundation for the order, the series. Yeah, like, the it world. exists already. And I, I know they were talking about sequels. And um, you know, if you play it all the way through to the end, you can kind of get glimpses of where stuff might be headed. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, I, I worry. You know, maybe because it is sort of just kind of a board to play. Like I worry. Um, you know, it's not gonna get the reception. Maybe it won't get the quality that it, it uh, polish that it needs for a sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I know that also, you know, Sony I believe is 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 helping out on that front, you know. They did with the yeah. order. Oh
1: yeah. And I mean Sony's, you know, their worldwide studios tend to come in like Santa Monica or or Japan Studio will come in and sort of help out. Yeah. They will totally. help
2: finish something out. It's an um, ecosystem that really, really. Yeah, I mean they did yeah, it with the unfinished swan. It. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, you
3: know, a, a, a game on a Infinitely smaller scale, yeah. but yeah. still a very cool sort of artistic passion project for them yeah. to come in on. And when you look back, like last generation seemed to be so defined
1: by things like this, where um, yeah. like the first Assassin's Creed came out yep. and to, to sort of middle yeah. interviews, and everyone was like, "Well, this is a cool foundation, it's, but you, were, you guys you were, really yeah. have to like push." And, then this and a here bit we further. are, nine games later. Yeah, or whatever. exactly. And two—I mean, two—is critically acclaimed, and yeah, we are almost Jesus. Yeah, I would
3: say. I mean, later. it wasn't—it wasn't anywhere near the same sort of depths of critical uh, reception, but the original Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Wasn't yep, exactly yep. like a ten out of ten game out the gate, but you know by the second one and especially the third one, like the amount of polish that went into those games, right. even just because I didn't have to use motion controls to lob a grenade anymore. Yeah, and, I mean and, things things evolve and change. You're, you're very you're very you guys are very right in that uh, they built a foundation here, yeah. and I don't think they're just going to look at the the review scores and be like, ah, this didn't work. And, see and you you I see it, guys. I think
2: I think it's important to note that like history is backing up what we're saying right now. Like, yeah. Um, I had actually forgotten about the Uncharted and the Assassin's yeah. Creed examples. But, yeah, both of those games, I remember playing them thinking, like, gosh, that's beautiful. And then having to kind of, less so with Uncharted, but having to kind of slog to get through those really slow bits, right? Yeah. And then look at Gears of War. S- kind of same time in the console life cycle. Beautiful game, third-person cover-based shooting, um, you know. Set it up for a huge franchise that's coming mm-hmm. out. So there, there is definitely precedence here f- that the order is coming out, and I think it will anyway because that world is huge mm-hmm. and it deserves to have more stories. Yeah, told it. yeah.
0: I think it was definitely also mis, mis- Like I think that yeah, uh, it clearly is. They, so. they, they said you know they said it's not cinematic. It's filmic. Like they wanted to really stress that, that, that there's a mean? there's a film grain on it. Uh, yeah. I remember reading something there's where they they idea. created like virtual, basically virtual lenses. Like so it looks when you're what you're seeing is emulating. What a camera would see. Camera glass, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is really cool, but yeah. also the kind of thing where it's like, give me the gun, let me shoot the man. Yeah, just mm-hmm. let me do the th- yeah. make the thing behind the lens work first. A lot know?
1: of uh, a lot of people uh, wrote in, sort of, and in, in the Facebook group were talking about how uh, they thought it got an unfair rap because you know cr- stuff like Telltale is critically acclaimed, and sure, stuff yeah, like so, you know, yeah. Gone Home and sort of first person, you know. Just narrative games, uh, and yeah, that's true. I mean, Telltale games don't mm-hmm. have a lot of action, don't have a lot of interaction. Yeah. But the first thing they showed us for the order was a thermite gun. Was
0: a thermite, you know? yeah, don't exactly. hype, so, Like if you're going to be looking at relics and, and scrolls and things, like and, maybe, and,
1: and just minutes upon minutes of unplayable
2: sections, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. non-playable. Not I, unplayable. I've fielded a lot of these questions on, on in the comments and, and social media, and it basically. The one-to-one comparison. How come you know narrative moments in both? Well, it's because mm-hmm. when you review a game, you have to review it against the context of itself. Mm-hmm. What is it doing? What is it trying to be? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, the Order is a a action shooting game that's very beautiful and very cinematic. Mm-hmm. The Walking Dead is a narrative driven, you know, <laughs> quick time event. driven. Yeah yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Dialogue. dialogue. It's yeah, it's an action heavy point-and-click adventure game. It does, it, does that, it does that much better than The Order does Gun. Sure. Yeah.
0: I think the other thing that no one else is mentioning is is Quantic Dream. Like, yeah. this, it felt very heavy rain to me. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the thing The Walking Dead does not have is that level of polish and cinematic presentation. Like, they're very kind of... Sure. There's that, the that fidelity
1: of, of the world and being yeah. able to... Yeah, the sense of space in The Order was fantastic and being able to... Like, as much as I like... Like, we were talking on the live stream, Max and I both really love... Games that just take you to a place and let you explore mm-hmm. them escapism. <laughs> yeah. Escapism, and it's not escapism. Mm-hmm. in like, I want to kill a thousand things. It's escapism. I'm no. like, this place is cool and different than anywhere I get to I've forget where I'm at, which yeah. is
3: which you you absolutely do not get. And I love these games, but you do not get that in The Walking Dead no. Telltale absolutely. games. No, it, what not. it does feel like is it feels like you're walking around individual movie sets. Yeah. In 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 The Walking Dead, yeah. like you you walk you literally walk to the seam of the set and you can't peer behind it. It yep. just looks like pieces of cardboard with things painted on them and propped around you. Yep. And then that stops. And you complete that scene, and you move it's, to a new stage. It's more
2: storytelling than immersion. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
3: But I think that what we're sort of like—I mean, we're everyone in this room has reviewed a game at some point. We all work in the games industry. Uh, everyone listening to the show is a passionate hardcore gamer. I would say yeah. um, we all read comments, we check Twitter, we we check trailers when they come out and stuff like that. Yep, for we all for do that. you know yeah. for better <laughs> That's or worse, we do. But. Something I realize or I, can, I consistently realize uh, every time I just boot up my PS4 it, is that there is an experience there that it happens from start to finish entirely on that console. That yeah. is in a complete vacuum away from the rest of all of this where some the discoverability on the PlayStation 4 of somebody just going into the store and seeing that the top cover slot is taken over by this game called The Order and then reading about it and seeing a couple gameplay c- clips and being like, oh, this looks really interesting. That makes you want to buy a game on the spot. And you're like, it's PlayStation exclusive. It this, it's got this um, like immensely cool art style. The art direction's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks really fun. The graphics are incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna download it. I have sixty bucks, or I have some mm-hmm. money in my wallet, or whatever. And I'm gonna download it. And that happens in a vacuum. And it happens away from all of the hatred that you get and vitriol that you get in the comments of people being like, oh, it's too short, or it's you know, it's not good enough, or it's a six point five, and all the sort of the critical lens that we get to put on it as reviewers of like, we've been seeing this at E3. We saw it here. We saw it here. Here's what we think about it yeah all that happens right then and there and it always reminds me of alien colonial marines which is a far worse game than (laughs) than, than the order if you just go look just strictly by reviews um and even polish and everything because I don't yeah. think a ton of people are looking at the order going, hey, like, you know, this this game is constantly glitching out on no, me. It's... But the Alien uh, Alien Cloning Marines cracked the – I believe it was the top five of the best-selling games on and the MPD uh, charts that month. And it did the same thing in the UK, yeah. which means that largely all of the voices and the vitriol coming from the audience yeah. and coming from us who get paid to come into work to talk about video games critically – Pretty much means nothing. Yeah, Yeah. you can throw all of that in the trash and just for that. Yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: (laughs) guys, the grand scheme of things, we all we all meaningless jobs. But I I just
3: thought like I went into the Beyond Facebook group. You know, shout out to them. Go check them out. Awesome group of people. I've been I've been going in more and more uh, often, and it's actually growing the more we talk about it. So I'm going to keep doing that. Um, And just anecdotally, so many people there were buying the game and just being like, I don't care. I just want to play this because it's PlayStation exclusive. It looks awesome, and I want to try it out. And that's you know, I think that's going to. Tell a very positive story next month. I'm I, I yeah. I'm going to bet right now that that will probably crack the top, probably the top ten or top seven best selling games of the month. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: Do, do you think the the you know the the flurry of, of all this debate and speculation surrounding the order and it's it's sort of lukewarm reviews? Uh, do you think that also drive sales? I,
1: I honestly, I'm not sure if reviews drive or hinder sales that much. Yeah, but there have been games that you know we praised everyone. Critically loved Sunset Overdrive, uh, gave it a nine. <laughs> yeah, uh, and Machine I don't Council. think you know that didn't that didn't push it into you know top five yeah. categories that month. Whereas yeah. right. you know when something like Battlefield Four came out and it was you know critically, a lot of people were like this game's so, you know sort of broken for us. Like be wary. Yeah, still sold amazingly. It still, still sold amazingly, and I think sold
3: I think it it depends too. Um, the order right now is it's actually in a sort of. It's in a it's, it's it's in an interesting kind of real estate where everything around it it's not be, really being crowded with like the end of the year yeah, rush. Absolutely. It came yeah. out at a really good time. You know, yeah. part,
2: of, part
0: of me wonders if that was yeah, you know, a little bit. Yeah, and it's, it's, in it's easier. So pissed off about everything. Yeah, sure. Like we've been waiting. Like there's games that we thought we were getting for Christmas that are still aren't out. Yeah, yeah. Battlefield Hardline isn't
2: out yet. Yeah, you know? it's, it's, it's not like oh this game was a bust. That's okay. I still have Call of Duty in November. You yeah, know? like yeah. I got all these games for Christmas. I'll just play something else. It's it's
3: else. it's sort of statistically harder to push a new IP. Against established ones during during the fall rush and and Christmas season and stuff like that, Um, whereas you know February is a pretty good time to put out a new ostensibly one-off game yeah i mean
2: dying light came out in january and sold huge yeah you know people are playing it i mean dark souls they they brought into october because you know november is just disgusting but
3: in terms of reviews having an impact i don't think i don't think the order is really in a place neither here nor there where that's going to be a big thing like i've actually seen the reverse happen there was a game called big rigs i don't know if you guys remember it trucking probably yeah it's it was a truck game and Gamespot gave it a one and the morbid curiosity around this thing. And this is before, you know, games like Goat Simulator and that dumb pizza game Max and I played, where these games are sort of shipping uh, intentionally broken. Or like I am bread <laughs> is that the or game where
2: you ate a bacon wrap pizza this
3: morning? No, is that, that was that no. was real life. That was the game of life. <laughs> look, yeah. look for that video soon. Um but this game, Big Rigs, it's, it got a one on GameSpot. And it was basically like this trucking game for PC that was impossible to lose. Like yeah. it just and it was a disaster. And people like because this was back when this you could first start buying games on demand, um, people started buying it. And it started selling really well, and there was that morbid curiosity that flipped a bad game into something that sold very well. But I don't think the orders kind of here nor there yeah. you know i think the it'll it'll go by its own momentum and its own placement on the playstation store mm-hmm. yeah i agree with that
0: i mean i think also we talk about how you know what what hype and what you know kind of conversation is going to do for for a game's popularity or game movie whatever uh, at the end of the day the internet is sort of like in harry potter when everyone's afraid to say voldemort's name mm-hmm. if they say his name he's going to get more powerful yeah that's actually how the internet works if you say the thing enough times it gains more online value. traction like yeah. Yeah, yeah becomes it has more say, search results it till it's true yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. so if you, if you say the order three times on the Metacritic it'll become a success
2: <laughs> it'll probably just stay at that it'll, it'll appear at the foot of your yeah. bed
1: holding a knife
0: and yeah. I
2: think you know what even though I 6. thought 6.5 I thought it was 6.5 I thought it was okay and that was actually kind of on the high side of uh, where some of the outlets have gone sure um, I have loved some just Patentedly terrible games in my time, sure. you know, and I've loved them, and I still play them and have fond memories. So I think people hit me up on Twitter being like, "Oh, well, you know, I played it. I just got done. It's an amazing game. <laughs> you review, and I'm very disappointed in it." And it was like, "Well, that was my review." Okay, yeah, well, yeah awesome. Opinion. And
1: if you love it, then and if you like more it, power I, am,
2: I am genuinely happy that you enjoy it because. Really, I think every single game should be enjoyed. Sure. A- every single one. Like, That's one of the worst parts
0: about reviewing games is that you are well, being as critical uh, and analytical as possible, and, and it's, it's like we, you,
1: you always get those those statements where it's like, how can you do this? Do you know how many people worked so hard on this, and, and I'm
2: like, at the end, of the so many people work that hard on every game, yeah. and I'm sorry. Like at the end of the day, is it something we think about? Like, yeah, I think about it, like when I'm driving or something. Yeah, that sucks. I can just yeah. flip can't this wheel. The flip side of that conversation is,
3: do you know how many? people work hard all year to save up money to buy a game. And when they do, they want to buy one that they they can really invest their their time in. Sure. I know we had this discussion you know last week about about game length and stuff like that, and I think that plays into that as well. Mm-hmm. And I, like I I want to reiterate like when we were having I that discussion, thank you. I
2: Reference it my uh, video. Well, it routine. was interesting <laughs> for me because
3: I right before I came in here to have that conversation, I talked to you yeah. about. You kind of gave me a heads up about the, about the the score you were giving, this, right. which is why I wanted to reiterate over and over during the conversation here that this is not we are not judging the quality of the game. We are just judging like the, the we're just yeah, having a conversation. About length, length. in AAA yeah. games as a whole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and length it, in games, not length in general, because uh, then we have to talk about uh, animal uh, tails. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow,
2: you really Yard legs, stakes, rulers,
0: <laughs> trees, uh, a so, woman's hair, a hair <laughs> on and a I, man's and hair. And I do think it's
2: important. <laughs> like the, the the length of the game never really even <laughs> fact tree branch. It is short, yeah, but there are some amazing short games sure. out there. So. <laughs> You know, I, and, and for my taste, it w- I actually felt like uh, this could have this shaved an hour off. Yeah, I, s-
3: for hour. Sure. I saw that statement all over uh, Twitter from everyone's reviews it was basically everyone put up their review and they put up an op-ed piece sort of in synchronicity with it saying, like, you know, the, the order has problems, but length is not one of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's, I was yeah. like, that's, I think that's, that's the yeah. sort of important message to take away from all this. So before you yeah. move on to the next topic, uh, Brandon, yes. if, if there's an order two, yeah.
1: what three major changes – do you think it should have in order to.? It should tighten up the graphics on level two.
2: <laughs> two. Just.
1: In order to. In order to. God,
2: don't, Sorry. don't.
1: A tip of the overcharge. Also, I saw when you were drinking that, uh, the edges are jagged, and so it cuts your lips a
2: little bit and goes yeah, no, immediately I'm gonna into be, your bloodstream. Yeah. Yeah. For awesome. those
0: of you listening at home to the audio, I'm having an official Sunset Overdrive Overcharged Delirium XT energy drink. The stuff that
2: turned people into monsters yeah. in a video yeah. video game.
0: Just really turns you into a it, just, in it, it smells like pure... It coffee. tastes like stamps. It, <laughs> it smells,
2: it smells like, like stale tang. Like, at least yeah, that's no, kind of a... It.
0: It's really... It's,
2: I like it. Anyway, so what do you Anyways, want for the So three changes. Um... I mean, I, I think we can all agree uh, that, that the gunplay, uh, all, the three of us that played it, I should mm-hmm. say, not all of us listening right now. Uh, the gunplay really, it, it, it wasn't bad, it just wasn't good. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, was, it was very mediocre, it was a very third-person shooter, so um, I'd really like to see them kind of r- go back to the well on that one, uh, revisit what they did pull something new out uh really try to give it impact and and i never particularly felt like i was in danger in that game yeah except for a quick time where i didn't press a button fast enough or, yeah or quick enough it
1: also felt like a shooting gallery where you'd get behind cover and then just waves of guys would come yeah. out from the two yeah. or three i mean
2: you turn a hallway and you see like well there's a barrel there and a cart there and so, there's a yeah. there's a balcony L- yeah. there. So, so this is what's going to happen it's yeah. time to fight um so, you know, I, I think they just totally need to double down on their action. If they want it to be an action game. If they don't want it to be an action game, mm-hmm. just do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. You, you don't have to put shooting Commit. in every game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Pick a major. Exactly. Yeah. It's time to... Max Scoville here. Time to graduate. Yeah. Um, I think they need to uh, take another look at the pacing of the game. Because mm-hmm. there are long periods of time where you're in a cutscene scene, and then you're walking for two minutes, and then it's another, another cut, cut scene scene. Scene. And then, you know... Fifteen minutes of exposition and then ten minutes of gunplay and yeah. then uh, two more minutes of walking. The pacing is all over the place. Yeah, they needed to be more consistent, um, both you know in the short term and in the long term. Where I, I occasionally felt like there was five minutes where I was shooting stuff and twenty for every twenty-five minutes where I was looking at stuff mm-hmm. or talking about yeah. things. Um, so you know, pacing, shooting. Uh, outside of that, I just. Blimps, more blimps. Yeah, get in the man. blimp. More blimps. blimps, fly the blimp. Maybe, you get your own
0: blimp. Mini maybe, blimp. Maybe some blimp with guns on it.
2: I I, I I love fighting the monsters. You don't do it that much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Any know? variety. I I killed a hundred times more men than I did monsters. So. Yeah. Isn't also, that isn't
0: that terrible? That like
2: that's one up. of those things like. Well, they sold it as, hey, we're a uh, Victorian era, basically the Ghostbusters of the Victorian era. Yeah. We kill werewolves, and I was like. Sign me up. Yeah, that's, I, that's a actually we kill
1: werewolves. This is the same <laughs> problem
0: that, like, I mean, everything from like the Colonial Marines to The Last of Us suffer from, where it's like you have these really cool monsters and you wind up just shooting dudes with guns. And yeah. It's like, a, why stop I, doing yeah, that. Why am
2: I fighting guards? Like, yeah. There are werewolves in this game. I've seen them. I, yeah. You know, we'll just fight those. Also, yeah. the game should move to 1986.
1: I'm I'm okay with that. I like that idea. Yeah. just you're killing Actually, teen wolves. So you could find, um, somebody
2: sent me a Photoshop picture on Twitter of just like all the tropes from 1980s, like the sure.
3: the, the hair. <laughs> and- yeah.
1: That's awesome. Know, I would play it. You have to stop Ronald Reagan I from mean, bringing crack to the ghettos. If they so, are sticking,
3: was with that this,
2: who, he was the one that did that? Uh, yeah. Okay. Or just run by Nancy Reagan. Yeah. If they
0: are sticking with this this time frame, I'd like to see the world. You know, like because yeah. you've got the British Empire, but you're in you're in London. You yeah. know, like so somebody like, somebody on Twitter was like, well, it, "Great." There's like, why why are there no like why are there no black guys? And I mean, you can do that that kind of weird knee jerk reaction of like, well, it's a Victorian London. It's, it's an empire, and it's also like you have airships and werewolves. Yeah. It is. A no reason not to explore this. Yeah, yeah, it is a
2: legitimate question. And to be fair, later in the game, there are like you know different perspectives as mm-hmm. far as race and gender are concerned. But at the same time, you know one of the me one of the main story beats is that you know this this stuff that they discovered, again all this revealed in chapter two. Really, no spoilers. Mm-hmm. Like the Holy Grail allows them to stay alive forever. Mm-hmm. For sen- some of these guys have been fighting since our, you know the times of King Arthur. So look forward to the mm-hmm. order you know 1904 yeah. I mean, I'd love to see some I want to yeah. find nazis the I'd Order like to see some 25. I mean I they have, could do I, the
0: time frame thing that'd be really cool but I mean i just love to see like different orders. what's in this world you know yeah. like what are yeah. their what are their colonies like what are their what does what their third world look like if the first world has werewolves in it oh man mm-hmm. yeah yeah. You I know, mean, that's, and, what and, does their America look their like The third world's you, full of mummies
1: you were,
2: mummies <laughs> yeah uh. you really deep dive into the lore right like so you know how like uh sort of evolution split into two different mm-hmm. half-breeds of yeah, humans. Yeah. Like, how did that affect the rest of the world? Like, yeah. oh, my God, what happened in third-world countries? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, is it just a werewolf playground? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You no, know, oh, that, that sounds, sounds nice. Yeah. That
1: sounds beautiful. Yeah, that sounds, my, that that's sounds that's my band, actually. Werewolf playground. We're thrash folk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was the order. We're obviously going to talk a lot about that uh, in the coming weeks, months, years, uh, until the next game comes out, and we'll probably just talk about that Yeah, forever. Uh, moving to the next topic. Axiom Verge has a release date. Uh, We're going to tell you why this is exciting. Uh, But Axiom Verge, which is uh, a a, a sort of 8-bit stylish uh, Metroidvania uh, made by one
3: guy. Incredible looking. Yeah, Uh incredible looking. Like, this is one of those things where every time I go, man, I'm busy, I see something like this and I'm like, man, I'm doing nothing with my life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Seeing one guy make this – yeah, we've we've previewed it at a couple events, so it was at PSX. But uh it's yep. coming to PS four uh at the end of March on uh the thirty first. Novita? Uh, of Novita? No Novita. No no uh so no PS three? Uh, it has been announced for Vita, and it is cross by. Uh, and the developer Tom Haps said it's definitely coming in in relation to Vita as well as PC, and it's definitely going to be cross by. So if you bought it on PS4, it will be there to download on your Vita as soon as it launches. Damn. Again, if it's one dude, like he just wants to get the game out the door, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. he can work on the port. Uh, think about how Shovel Knight is slowly rolling out over more platforms, yep. and that's uh, sort of the way Brian Provinciano did. Uh... Yeah, Retro City Rampage. Yep. Yeah, City Rampage. I like how you point at him, and I'm like, no, that was another Brian with yeah, an Italian last
2: so you're name. All, you're all the same. Brian. We're all the Speaking same.
3: Of yeah. <laughs> yep. Speaking of Italy, yeah. Speaking of Italy. Brian Um, Provinciano and I are big (laughs) friends of gondolas. Uh,
2: So Uh, that was speaking
3: of Italy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Should that be a video break? I don't think it's long enough to have an ad roll before. Peter McDonald wrote in and said, uh, Hey guys, Axiom Verge seems to be getting a lot of hype. With its release date recently announced, I'm contemplating getting the game. The thing is, I don't know much about it. Can you sell me on the game? Why should I care? Have you guys played it yet? No, no. I've seen yeah, it. I watch videos of it. not helpful.
0: No, no, no <laughs> I, I, I looked <laughs> no, at it. it. So one thing I've been, I've, I have literally photoshopped, I want this, of like, what if they made Super Metroid for other systems that I own more of, yep. you know? Like, Absolutely. what if they made an HD version of Super Metroid that had all of the polish of something like Shadow Complex. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but with Super Metroid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the way, yeah, that's that's the exciting thing about this is this. We're getting in that generation where the people who grew up on the eight and sixteen bit era are now old enough to make their own games.
3: How awesome is that? This is the best. Yeah
1: the thing i'm worried about is when people who grew up in the 64 bit era start yeah. making games well maybe i'm not worried well i
3: think i think the most important the yeah. most important there, part of this movement is that it's happening at the same time as the triple a like yeah. race to make cinematic yeah. photorealistic like mm-hmm. billion dollar games and then there's one guy being like I'm gonna make this too, and it that might be like we might play that game and be like this is this is uh, the game of the month. Like Shovel Knight was a legitimate contender for game of the year at yep, IGN last year.
2: Crazy, yeah. and yep. how
3: awesome is that? Yeah. That it was going head to head with some of the the biggest, most expensive games ever made of all time, mm-hmm. and. I, it got my vote. Yeah. Like I, I think I can say that now. Yeah, yeah I voted for Shovel Knight for Game yeah. of the Year, um, and it kind of bums me out that you know people only think of it like it needs to be one way or the other. Yeah. And I think it's great that it's both. I yeah. think, um, that,
2: yeah, I think that's uh, fantastic for the industry and really, really important because as you chase that sort yeah. of uh, the uncanny valley and the, the photorealism or, or just as, as as close to Hollywood as you can get, mm-hmm. you know, like you get diminishing returns. Yeah, right? there, there's there's less and less you can do in that space. And so, for people that really you know want something different, want something else, I think you were talking about this on Twitter or or maybe in the conversation in the office. But you're just like, I'm kind of more interested in seeing these wacky little things that yeah. come out. Absolutely, yeah, you know? oh, yeah totally. And, and it makes
1: more sense too because just as you know, the AAA is sort of as budgets are, are burgeoning. The middle is getting cut out. Right? Yeah, so we're getting less and less of these games. They're taking longer. The, your
3: seeing... THQs and stuff like yeah, that. Have absolutely completely disappeared.
1: As the, saying is the necessity is the mother of invention.
0: You
3: know? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Like, like, and you have a you have what did you say last week? Brevity is the soul. Somebody of wit? said that that yeah, was a did. quote of
0: mine. It was like <laughs> this is it was like brevity is the soul of wit, Max Scoville and I'm like well, ah, no. that was Shakespeare. Nope.
1: what about nope. this one? And your he's quote? like, Which... This one's your quote though?
0: No, that <laughs> I have a Horses horses are nature's cars. Brian I don't think time you time. even said that. I think that's also Shakespeare. No,
3: that, he did not say that.
0: He coined the term um, cars, and then they were invented 170 <laughs> years later. That guy is, does everything. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, is. it's – I mean, like, they're really – it's reached this point where, like, you can't – three guys cannot make The Last of Us. Yeah. No. You know, three guys could have made DuckTales too back in the day. It might have been tricky or whatever. But sure. it's, like, the difference between, you know, what, um, you know, what EA and Activision were doing in 1993 right. and what some guy was doing in his garage – the difference there was activision had a plant that they could send that game to and get it pressed <laughs> yeah. on yeah car- cartridge or mm-hmm. whatever yeah.
1: and i mean it's it's these are the games that are filling in those gaps so when bloodborne comes out uh, near the middle of of uh, march and then the wait until you know like uh, may for witcher june for yeah. batman in that span are going to be games like this and the shovel knight board,
3: and i'll, and I'll you know? tell you specifically why this game is incredibly important and it's because you know it is a metroidvania yeah. and Nintendo doesn't make Metroids anymore yeah. and Castlevania and well, Now doesn't is in make
0: captivity. Yeah. yeah. It's a galaxy's a piece. And kind of the
3: game. And Konami doesn't make Castlevanias. And there was a while there where on the Game Boy Advance, you could play Metroid Zero Mission, you could play Metroid Fusion, you could play Castlevania Circle of the Moon, you could yeah. play Aria of, Aria of Sorrow, you could play uh Dawn of Shadows in the DS, there yeah. was Harmony Order of Dissonance, of Order of Ecclesia. There was every other year or so, there was another really awesome yeah. uh 2D action platforming uh, Metroidvania yeah. game. And what that means for people that don't know is that it's a platforming game with a lot more action elements, but it's also got this like vast exploration element to it which means that you see a door and you can't get through it yet so you need a special item and you go fight all these other bosses and defeat these monsters and come back and get through it and it means that there's backtracking but there's also multiple paths to get Mm -hmm. through something and it's just like it's 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 you know we're still getting Kirby games we're still getting Mario games we're still getting regular platforming games all the time. Yeah. Um, what happened this genre, um, But this is yeah. a well, very it specific stuff like Tomb Raider. You
1: yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, in 3, yeah. three D wise, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a couple a couple of indies are still carrying that torch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like Guacamele was like that. Guacamelee was an excellent example. Yeah. Dust the Legion Tale. Uh, yeah. Sort of the hook about this is. Uh, it visually it looks like it, it. doesn't look like Super Metroid. It looks like the original Metroid. It is 8-bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was wow. actually I was watching Collins yeah. do like a video preview of mm-hmm. it. And he he did a really good job kind of
0: breaking down the different the different components of it. Yeah, and he was saying that the combat is very heavily Contra influenced. Yeah, and the traversal is very Bionic Commando. Yeah, which is awesome. And yeah. I'm totally less excited about that because of it. Oh, really? Like I I <laughs> love the atmosphere of Super Metroid. Yeah. Like I love that they just drop you in there and they're like, hey. Uh, big dinosaur flew in and stole some eggs and stuff. Uh, you can't really tell because the graphics aren't good enough, but those are dead scientists everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they're just they just let you explore. You you, you land on the planet and, and there's just there's just rain coming down and it's just like you're the like most... oh well, I
1: guess I'll go inside now
0: because it's raining. Yeah, you and just then you... I mean I remember there was that that feeling as a kid of playing that for the first time and being like. I'm terrified, and I don't know what's going to happen. And that's a feeling that has been so abundantly absent from gaming
3: for me. It's desolation is what it is. And it's gone, and it's actually – it's absent from – Metroid games as well, mm-hmm. and it's it's why like by the time they got around even to the ones I was talking about like Zero uh, no Fusion specifically is when the Metroid franchise for the first time ever had a guy being like Hey so take the elevator on the left and oh, you yeah. were like Why are you oh, yeah. telling me Other M definitely yeah. ruined that Yeah so um, I really hope that this does kind of bring those elements back of this sort that sort of isolation yeah. like mm-hmm. and desolation of just being like I'm alone on this planet and I need to figure my way out because there's, there's there's a terror to that that I yeah. feel like is really gone and all the handholding that we see in Almost every other game. So I, know
2: I was just going to say, I think in recent history, when you see games that do reintroduce those elements, look what happens to culture when they hit. With yeah. Like Dark Souls, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you, you get a game that doesn't treat you like a child anymore and says, here, we're just going to drop you in and let you do your thing. It's and why people, people are so stoked. excited
3: for Bloodborne. Like you mentioned exactly, before with exactly. the order about how you never really felt
2: a threat of dying. Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah. Like that was yeah. that just was absent. Oh no, yeah,
2: I, I felt like I was watching someone else's story, except I needed to co-op his life yeah. for a yeah. second.
3: And I think that's that's absolutely a running problem with modern video games yeah. is that you never really feel you're, the the immersion that you're trading for scenery and sort of walking through these puppet shows. Uh, you're losing in, in in the dread and the fear that you would have of of any sort of ramification for dying or losing a bunch of progress or something like that and in these old Metroidvania games checkpoints were kind of like few and far between so when you did get to one it was like oh my god I I made it you know there was this reward to that and the risk of of sort of pushing forward to to do something with a beeping heart meter or something like that you know the a lot of that is gone these days. And I yeah. feel really bad for modern gamers because they never got to experience that sort of tension and fear that comes with it.
1: Yeah. The, yeah, one of the other really cool things about it is your weapons do this. Really cool effect where they mm-hmm. sort of distort the world that I'm into. Oh. and You're yeah. firing off weapons, and then it's almost like your game, like your 8-bit cartridge starts like there's bugs in it, like it's um, not actual bugs, but like the pixels. Start it's a bit apart. like what Fez did. I yeah, yeah, yeah it's kill
3: screening basically. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is
1: but like controlled
3: kill screening. Yeah. which I think is is really awesome if you video. if you look at like the, the and it's uh, the for people that don't know what kill screens are, they're basically when game when old school games that were like uh, based on one or two screens uh, when you played them over and over again, like Pac-Man. If you got it's to like 30, two, 256. Yeah, yeah, it would the game would run out of memory it would just not know what to do anymore and weird things would start happening and it's actually they're almost like abstract art pieces and this game uses them as a gameplay mechanic which Which I think is really clever and really beautiful man you bringing up 256 and Pac-Man did you guys see that restaurant bar
1: that's opening up in Chicago no the creator of Pac-Man like the Japanese dude yeah. is opening up a bar called bar 256 really and it is a Pac-Man themed like nice cocktail bar and restaurant wow road trip yeah seriously yeah. like oh. I totally I'll, I'll send you we'll, we'll put it in the link for the show that sounds great the place looks amazing and they have like every Pac-Man from like the original ones to the crazy uh, championship four player uh, yeah, cocktail yeah. setups that they have in like bars yep. now that's so rad uh, yeah it looks super rad um, but yeah I'm Really excited for Axiom Verge. Another game that's sort of like this but doesn't have combat that came out uh, two years ago on PC and last year I think on consoles was a Swapper. Yeah, oh, which yeah, uh,
3: yeah it's yes, actually on it's PlayStation really Plus it. a few months ago. Yes, yeah, that's
0: right.
1: Uh, it was all puzzle-based, uh, but that game is crazy cool.
0: It's very cool. Crazy. Yeah, cool I tried. Games. I tried playing around with that, and it's it, again, it's like I love I love Super Metroid so much, and it's mm-hmm. like I'm always chasing that. Chasing that ghost, chasing that yeah, ghost yeah, and it's—I mean, the, I think honestly the closest that came to it was was probably the feeling of Shadow Complex, which had that it scratched yeah. that itch and it, it was pretty, but I hated that world so much. much. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. like
2: anything about the, the it big was, paramilitary complex. Yeah, I was like, ah, give me some, uh, give me how, some. How do jellyfish. you guys feel about yeah. how do you feel about Orson
1: Scott Card? <laughs> yeah, well, let's not go down <laughs> that next. Even uh, next, let's talk we're...
0: about some Orson Scott cars. <laughs> Cut. Nice. <laughs> nice.
1: Uh, yeah, we mentioned this earlier. Uh, so Drive Club, the, the sort of the free edition for PlayStation Plus had been promised to us for a while, uh, but now it appears that that might not happen. Yeah. Uh, Sony Computer Entertainment Europe president and CEO Jim Ryan recently uh, sort of, well, he was talking to Metro and said that that might happen. He said it's still being looked at, and when he was asked whether it was still planned before adding, I can't say anything about it at this stage, uh, which is sort of awkward. But then he goes on, he goes on to a really interesting quote that, you know, Drive Club, uh infamously launched with, uh, notoriously launched, I guess, with a lot of problems. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but I mean, a lot of games last fall launched with a lot of problems. Uh, but he kind of concluded his interview by saying, I think one thing the industry appears to have misjudged in this gener- generational transition where there, there's a lot of spoken and moving to do a more straightforward PC architecture Uh, is that it should make it easier for developers to come to terms with NextGen and all that, is that I think the massively enhanced online ambitions a lot of developers and publishers have identified as one of the opportunities of NextGen appear to have been way more technologically challenging than anyone else realized. And I mean, I think he's absolutely right. Sure. We've seen it. Yeah, the yeah. games that uh, you know, the games that seem to have had problems at launch are things like, you know, Battlefield Four, uh, Assassin's Creed Unity, yep. yeah, uh, Little Hundred percent Three, uh, uh, Master Chief Collection, Master Chief Collection is still a hundred days later, is which
3: is it like it's it's actually something um, that Colin Moriarty and I used to see eye to eye on a lot is that I don't I don't generally gravitate towards these sort of like really robust mo- online multiplayer enabled experiences mm-hmm, right. when in favor of like a, a a far more kind of focused and polished single player experience that I know is going to like predominantly work. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like I am, you're, you're sort you're sort of throwing like luck to the wind when you go and, and you make, you bet everything on these multiplayer games that a at launch don't work. And, B in the middle, they cater to the people who are the best at them. Yeah, which is for someone like me, will never be because I have too many other things to do. It depends <laughs> on
2: the community. And yeah.
3: then the, the third thing is that their life cycles end sort sure. of abruptly. After yeah. a few years, they they sort of wither away and die. Whereas you know you mentioned Super Metroid or like even Axiom Verge, like that's a great game. Next month, it'll be a great game in ten years. Yep. yep. Battlefield won't be because Battlefield will have a single player campaign that you yep. beat in a few hours, and then a multiplayer centric focus that we didn't that no one will people be people eventually abandon yeah. and then yeah, we write th- it's, it's we write the stories blocks. yeah and we write the stories all the time about being you know it's sort of like hey uh the fifo servers are shutting yeah. down oh, so they killed
2: the lights on the halo 2 servers and it's like, you have this later. like
3: yeah it's like if, if there was if video games were toy story you could hear a thousand npcs screaming at once because <laughs> like the lights got shut off for the first <laughs> time awful I know. I, my brain like the, goes the to dark box, places. The toy <laughs> yeah. box closes and it's just like a yeah. symphony of horror. And the neighbor yeah. comes over. He's like, I want to take all their heads off yeah. and glue them on other yeah. things. <laughs> Modding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Yeah. We got a lot of mileage out of that one. Yeah. That was good. Um, so that's like, to me, it kind of feels like when you're on an airplane and it's there's just like everything's late and going wrong or something like that, and you take off and the captain gets and he's just like, "Hey, uh so we're having a lot of so there's like a wind and and it's it's a problem. So we I really if you can just be and you're just like I don't care, <laughs> like I just want to land. Yeah. I just yeah. want to fly and yeah. land because that's what I paid for. Yeah. I don't want to hear the story or the excuses or anything. Like don't try those things yeah. Yeah. if you can't do them, yeah. and don't tell I, me about how hard they are. Just don't do them to begin with. I think
0: there's a lot of different approaches to this that. Nobody's really trying, and yeah. there might be totally valid business reasons that I don't know about because I dropped out of art school. <laughs> um, but I mean, I think that a really good one to look at. And I'm obviously this was not a perfect launch either. But uh, GTA Five,
3: yeah.
0: uh, GTA Online comes with that. You know, it's it's a free thing to to play when you buy the game. But you buy the game, and they're like, it's not online for a month. Yeah, yeah, didn't how hard, was, Play how the how game. Those heist
2: missions, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like, it's still not for PC, out, yeah. and they're
0: all salty about that. But like, it, the fact is, they they took it. I mean. Uh, arguably GTA online on last gen consoles was pretty much the beta yeah like they tested it out and like they were like yeah. hey sorry here's a bunch of fake money like have a have a speedboat whatever <laughs> yeah. but
1: luckily was, they like, had a hundred hour 10 out of 10 game exactly that they could
0: yeah, play yeah. Off that was yeah. the other thing exactly. the, the fact is that they recognized that the single player and the multiplayer did not they did not need to sh- launch those simultaneously they don't need to mm-hmm. coexist yeah they yeah. can be like hey you know what we have a th- and i so many so many games um I mean, you know, you look at you look at Battlefield. Like, I I know a lot of hard work goes into the campaign there, but that's never their selling point. Yeah, you know, they
3: yeah. are never pushing. Marty, it first. we actually we actually reviewed GTA V at IGN as two separate products. Yeah, right. Yeah, we one split was, the products in half. One was Grand Theft Auto V, and one was Grand Theft Auto thought, Online. Yeah. And, oh, really? And we gave them separate reviews and separate uh, bodies of text and everything, and gave them separate treatment yeah. because you know, one of them, it's one a different of, animal. Yeah, they're they're completely different. Yeah, product. Metal Gear is going to be the same way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a weird thing, like. Like, it's weird to divorce
1: those. Like, when someone buys a Call of Duty game, like, we don't give a separate score for the campaign and for the
2: multiplayer. So that was my question. Do you think moving forward, because we are in this culture and this environment where these huge online suites and online components to games just... Are kind of broken, you know, like yeah. half the time. Like, do we need to start divorcing? Well, I've actually,
3: athlete? I've actually start. I've, I've, for a while, I've been fighting for that divorce to happen at retail before, you know, before it even happens on oh, our I perspective. I like, like 30 30 or? I mean, I would love to buy a $20 Call of Duty every year that yep. was just a single player campaign. I would love that. Yeah? Too. And it was 20 bucks and it was six hours long and I, or five hours, whatever it was. They still and I make
0: billions. You know. Yeah. And they'd still yeah, make
3: all their money. And then, you know, they, but the, the trick is they know that for. they can sell the full package and the multiplayer guys will buy it no matter what Um, and most of the multiplayer guys will never play the single player and some play the single player and some the multiplayer, but I don't
2: play multiplayer in Call of Duty. It's just not my thing. And I'm one of those multiplayer guys that you just described. Yeah. Now, do you get into the single player? So I, uh, I haven't played a Call of Duty really seriously in in a number of years, but like Black Ops was the one that really hooked me. Yeah. And I hit like 15th prestige. We're talking like 14 days played. And then I, I I maxed out and I was like, well, I guess I beat the multiplayer. Yeah. I'll check out that single player experience. That's insane. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, and it was really good. I actually yeah. I enjoyed it. Can buddies with Gary Oldman? Yeah, <laughs> the uh, CIA. Very the good. cube. The stats. I think
0: they,
3: re- they released my figures
2: <laughs> in at- that game. Was he in Black Ops One? Or was he in? I don't think so. Black Ops One was. Wasn't that like a? He was. He was like the multiplayer voice. Like, oh. you yeah, know, they're capturing A. You know, like at-
3: Activision a few years ago released the stats of how many people play the single player. And it was actually way higher than I thought it would yeah. be, but still low enough to warrant its own skew. Yeah. Like I really think it should be its own package.
0: Well we're seeing right? the opposite of this too, because we're we're seeing these so, so-called you know, public betas, public alphas yeah. and stuff. And it's like that's not I feel like that's the that's the wrong that's the wrong thing. Like we are we are seeing traditional publishing methods kind of pushing against digital distribution and the idea of I mean like Destiny is it's not subscription based. Mm-hmm. It's like you got to pay your, you know, PS Plus or Xbox Live or whatever. But, you know, they had like a they had an alpha, they had a beta. Mm-hmm. They're having DLC that's like unlocking new areas, and it's kind of like piecemeal. Yeah, you still got to pay that you know sixty dollars fee, and yeah. we still balk at the idea of something like Elder Scrolls Online, where there's like fifty you know fifteen bucks a month. Like that's more than Netflix. I'm not doing yeah. that. Not even yeah. though. And then of course the yeah exactly. Yeah. And yeah. then of course the you know the the word free to, the free to play thing. It makes us all just go no, we don't want that. It's yeah. terrible. There's something in between those gaps that is like it's we're gonna find it and yeah. it's gonna land on that and it's yeah. gonna be awesome. Link. But yeah. we are. It, it is like. It is somewhere between, uh, you know, physical and digital distribution, and all these different payment methods. It's this weird puberty that's happening,
2: right? That's now. What we're, that's where we are right now. We're in those growing pains. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah,
0: I'm really curious about Battlefield Hardline's uh, a campaign. Like that, uh-huh. that's that's visceral doing it. It's not it's not dice. Like they might
2: actually. Have a
0: really cool story Something in there. Really cool, yeah. yeah, so
2: so like I, I previewed it not too not too long ago. The uh, the multiplayer, um, but a, a big part of their presentation was the single player, and they mm-hmm. kept they kept using words like uh, television and series, and and they're looking at it not because yeah, it, it is like each level
1: is like an episode. Yeah, like they're, they they're present it, with at like it not next as them. a movie.
2: I think I think too long. There's been an analog between video game story and movie story, and and I think. They're nailing it, where each level is an episode, is an episodic uh, moment in that in that yeah. timeline. So, so you'll see like if you leave the game and come back, it'll be like previously on Battlefield. Yeah, yeah. Or... Mm-hmm. and then Brian and
0: I were talking about this with like Remember Me and, and Walking Dead and stuff. They're trying to do the whole like the trickled out episodes. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, you've got Netflix, which is like, hey, guess what? The entire se- first season of Daredevil is going to be up for on um, yeah. April 10th. because binge I keep yeah. sort, of, I keep sort yeah.
1: of waiting for was... Telltale to do that with something, yeah. and I feel like it might be Minecraft because I don't know. If Minecraft's geared predominantly towards a younger audience than, like, Game of Thrones or Borderlands is, I don't yeah. know if they're just going to be like, well, here's everything for 30 bucks you could buy the,
0: right the now. No patience. To, yeah, to, to wait. yeah.
3: See, I think that they, and we're all over the place today, by the way. Media but that's fine. is all over um, the
0: place in general. That's so. true.
3: And we're just reacting to it. But I think that one day we'll get there where we get every, all the episodes at once. But in the meantime, what I want is an episodic delivery system that's, I don't know. Yes. Timely, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, like, the, that's the, my problem with Telltale so, yeah. is exactly. like guaranteed episodes. Well, I, I know the first of each month, I'm going to get a new yeah. Walking Dead yeah. episode. So the first and when two, that the season's, season's over, I'm going to get a new Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, you know,
1: yeah. yeah, where TV doesn't do that. Like, yeah. I remember one of the things that crushed a season or two of Lost. Yeah, was where it was this inconsistency? Yeah, where it would have like two episodes and then it would take a three week break and then it'd have an episode and then yeah. another week break. And yeah, yeah. six yeah. six episodes, but then like a three month break. And so, it's like I cannot get in
2: the rhythm of the show. same thing with Firefly, right? Like that's why. I tanked is because they aired it out of order with reruns during some weeks. Like yeah. there was mm-hmm. never that cohesive long string between. Yeah. yeah,
3: you have to you have to build.
2: So yeah. um
3: I don't know a lot. There's a lot happening right now. I'm, glad, I'm glad we are where we I'm, are right now. Cause it's a really fascinating time to, to, to be what a time to be alive. Yeah. It's a really good time to be a gamer or to, to cover the games industry, yeah. like to be a fan. Like you're watching so many things change every single day and you're watching the rules be redefined constantly. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of like, we're, we lost the middle tier last generation, right? Mm-hmm. And this generation, I think we're going to lose a lot of, a lot of companies to different things. They're going to be experimental new business models some people are gonna hit gold and some people are gonna piss off a lot of fans. And you know, it's just very fascinating yeah. to watch it all go down.
0: Yeah. I just really want Drive Club to sort itself out so we can get a new motor storm. It's all I want. Just want a new exciting. <sighs> Where do you wanna go after the Pacific rim? Uh, the ocean itself.
3: Oh. Ooh, like a wave go. race. So uh, yeah. I, I want
0: too. monster trucks on the water, underwater <laughs> yeah. under the sea. Or space. Motorstorm in space would be really cool. Different you just get off, gravity, like, one crater, crater per and you just... <laughs> without, that, without that really stupid excuse that Destiny had, that all the planets had the same gravity because the Traveler went by and they'd change the gravity oh God, when it was terraforming whatever. them. More like you forgot to put gravity on different planets. <laughs> Idiots. Man. You're, so getting man, off, you're getting off. the weirdest, getting off man, the man. Weirdest, so so most speaking, rickety soapbox. speaking of cars in space, why did they take all these cars to space in Destiny? That doesn't make any sense. They got a bunch of Kias on Venus. They got this like few, they got this golden so, age of technology yeah, ushered in by this yeah, Venus had traveler. A whole,
2: Venus had a whole culture and a whole society. And they there. got a bunch of Nissan Cubes up there. I mean, I can't say much for their taste, but like,
0: there was a whole <laughs> well, I, you got on you Venus. got
2: hover bikes. Everyone's got swoops.
0: Everyone's you know They're riding, riding around like no Dash swoops. Rendar up there, and it's like. Spa- Whatever and swoop, <laughs> my favorite bird, the swoop. <laughs> it's, it's a Star Wars motorcycle that
1: flies. Okay. Yeah, Star Wars motorcycle that flies. It's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, fifty-one minutes in, we've got three stories down. Great. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the, no, the next, the next few are quickies. Uh, canceled Legacy of Kane footage uh, oh, appeared online. Kills me. Yeah, this kills me a little bit too. Uh, there was a, it was a game called Legacy of Kane, uh, Dead Son. And yeah. About thirty minutes of it uh, appeared online via a NeoGaf user named Mama Robotnik. So oh, she they... she's fornicated with Eggman. So the
3: good old Doctor finally laid his. Good
2: for him. I'm, I'm not gonna finish
1: him. that sentence so uh, Dead Sun was uh, canceled after three years of development at the British studio. Climax. Three years. Yeah. Three years.
0: Uh, who are There's currently developing
1: cl- AC Chronicles? Climax. There's yeah. a joke in there somewhere. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, they should have climaxed earlier. <laughs> Sounds like they know, couldn't yeah. finish. We'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <that was laughs> Uh, they're currently working on Assassin's Creed Chronicles China, which we don't really know what that is. But what? I think it's like a 2D like that's the, it's a 2D thing that was included oh, right, in the right, Season right. Pass. Yeah. Right, the right, right, right. Uh, with uh, the Could series, obviously uh, Crystal D was overseeing it, but they are now working on Tomb
3: Raiders. Uh, there should be a law that if you work on a game for three years, you have to put it out in some in some capacity. way, even it, it, if it's even just, even just like if it's free. well they did. They makes... put out a multiplayer version called yeah, Nosgoth. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just it seems so weird to me that like for three years you're like. Honey, sorry I'm late. I was working on the textures for his his you know his sickle hat or whatever the hell weapon he had. Don't sickle hat. Yeah, it's like a a propeller hat with sickles. You
1: don't know what this game is. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? about I'm saying in general, blue spawn,
2: right? (laughs) It's got it's got the talking raccoons in it, right? (laughs) Like just Um, just imagine what date that game must have been in yeah, for them you know. to have canned three years yeah. of I mean, resources.
1: If you, I looked at the footage and it seemed like a much choppier, worse version of Mordor. Yep. Uh, totally. No, had the had combat it. definitely pulled from
3: Arkham you know Straight AC up, yep. uh, the
1: Arkham definitely where you're like you attacking um, one guy and then he immediately sort of vamps to the other guy like mm-hmm. uh, six guys are and you're saying at no point in this could
3: you wear a hat that has sickles on it
1: <laughs> I don't think that's a real thing I mean that there, you, sh- um, you should build that into like a game a there was one
0: character who had a, it was a lady who had a weird hat on it was like a big bag sweatpants <laughs> hat kind of <laughs> yeah. and what had, does that mean <laughs> that's a beekeeper had, that's what beekeeper. she had wear. one breast hanging out constantly right Where was she always breastfeeding no She child the entire time like she showed up in the beginning Kind of this like weird scissor roll of, if you go through the demo footage and I was like well that's sort of an odd thing to have in this thing you're showing internally to your sales marketing yeah. people whatever and then she shows up for like a bunch of cutscenes and I'm just I don't like if we think fantasy armor is pretty bad like I know that you could maybe go like the Amazonian route and do the whole like oh like that's to make shooting a bow easier this is a woman who just has one breast hanging out. Mm-hmm. Of her shirt, like yeah. she has half
1: a shirt on. Maybe, maybe, maybe she didn't know. Flesh. Maybe like no one in the world had like the heart to like tell her. You know <laughs> how like a good friend will tell you like, "Hey, uh, you're, like been hey, walking you're around with, like food in your bag." I'm, just, yeah, and yeah, I'm you're just just picturing down. that
0: like that scene in Man on the Moon where he's got the Andy Kaufman's got like the fake booger and he puts it in his nose just to make people uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like she does that. She's like, "Hey, how's it going?" And I was like, "Oh, oh well, whoa, so you right, got a yeah." So notice? I don't know. I never, I never got into Legacy of Kane, but it seems very much like one of those things that was really, really cool
2: in the '90s. Yeah, it was. I mean, was was
1: Amy Hennig's baby before she body huh. Dog front and charted that, yeah. that's wow. exactly
2: what it is it's like that lore and, and uh that world that you're in it is yeah. super dark and yeah. desolate and just it feels like a world that existed and thrived at one time and then it just died
0: yeah I mean I think it's the kind of thing where you have to you have to gut it really hard and do a, a hard reboot but mm-hmm. yeah, is give that really is it, this is Tomb it, Raider yeah give it's me, not yeah give me the yeah.
2: soul give me the spirit uh do what you want with everything else. Well,
0: jinkos are making a comeback, but like, yeah, the Kane apparently can't. So jinkos so.
1: are making a comeback. Yeah, they're coming back. What, are you going to do an unboxing JNCOs or well eating or something? I'm something. I'm not Brian Altano
3: eat a jinko? Why would I eat a jinko? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Well>, literally, <laughs> what you ate today was worse than a jinko. <laughs> put bacon on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Sure.
3: Get me bacon wrapped jinkos, and I'll put them in my mouth.
1: Promise you half a million views Only 90s kids will be able to digest this. Yeah. All right. Next story. More sadness happening. Remember. Deep down... Yeah. Like, that was one of the first PS4 games we saw. I actually yep, played yep, it at cool. TGS it a year cool. and a half ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's right. How'd it play? What did it feel like? Not well. Okay. <laughs> it played like a. It was like a, a real poor man's Dark Souls. Okay. It was a, yeah. a third-person sort of dark fantasy action game. Everything was procedurally generated. It looked beautiful, though, right? It looked gorgeous. It looked yeah. absolutely gorgeous. Um, it, it had a uh, sort of an upper layer, like a meta thing, like AC has going on with it, where like you think, oh, man, the camera might zoom out. Maybe I'm in a computer or something. Oh, like that's this. right. Like, it's yeah, dark were, fantasy,
0: but take Place sort of during the future. I it think. was. I Aren't mean, you supposed to be in the future, in New York? But then you go in the subway and there's dragons. And yeah, There's dragons. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. Well, okay.
3: you're in a you're in a, a children's slumber party in the future, and yeah. well, you guys are telling horror stories to each other <laughs> using shadow that's puppets, and then they not a bad
1: idea. That's a cool framing free guess, game actually. idea. It's all yours, y'all. <laughs> also, well, that's
3: just are you for the dark <laughs>
2: <laughs> for the appro-
1: submitted for the approval of the midnight society. <laughs> cool with that. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, uh, it's resurfaced a little bit thanks to uh, comments made by Capcom's Oshinori Ono. Uh, he's speaking. Yeah, he the, said
0: it. He said the name three times in the mirror, and now yeah. it's uh, Candlejack <laughs> is
1: here. He said, uh, "Looks like, <laughs> God. yeah, it looks like Deep Down is going to take a little bit longer." Uh, it also looks like some people are starting to ask that the development come to a halt, uh, but it's nothing like that. We're thinking about showing something that looks completely different than what was previously shown, although maybe a while from now. I like how he says, it "Looks like it might take just a little bit longer," but <laughs> next time you see it, it's going to be a while from now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I'm it's
0: not, so it's a it's in the same way that the game sounds like it's trying to do everything. This announcement was trying to do everything too. Yeah, yeah. Also, Without it was going to be. They, it
1: became free to play. Yeah, at one point, and I'm like, "This is just like a, so a death." This I is this is, it. is this is Capcom, right? Yeah, Capcom. yeah, yeah. So uh, one thing I remember
0: is when it first popped up, everyone was like, "What is this? Is this Dark Souls? Is this yeah, yeah. Dragon's Dogma yeah. Online?" And yeah. now we have Dragon's Dogma Online, and I can which is going to be free to play. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but think that maybe they're like, "Let's just take this existing franchise that's."
1: We're transitioning into that mm. dis- distribution model, and I mean, this isn't a dis- existing franchise though. It's just a thing.
0: I know, I know. I mean, I yeah. think that maybe they're they're like, let's just focus on Cat Dragon's, Dragon's Man, Dog. Capcoms are doing
1: some weird things. Resident Evil's episodic now. Yep, Dragon's Dog was free to play. It's healed it Mega Man. Yeah, <laughs> the best
3: Mega Man game coming out isn't being made, made by, by them.
2: them. <laughs> I mean, that's cool though. I like I like when existing publishers really kind of take chances. I know UB, uh, Ubisoft's been getting a lot of flack lately, but. You know, they still made a couple of my favorite games last year, right? Yeah, Gun, I mean, Gunslinger, they, they, Blood Dragon, yeah. Child of Light, Valiant Hearts. Yeah, they all crushed really, it at the beginning of the year. All yeah. really cool little digital offshoots that they do in addition to their Far Cries and their Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I
3: think that's the problem with Capcom, though, is that they're not—they don't have that catalog at the same time happening with their weird yeah. sort of wacky business decisions happening get everywhere else check yeah end. so
2: they, they
1: yeah i mean they're getting those like weird first party deals where you know dead, uh, dead rising three is being developed you know for xbox one and then uh street fighter 5 is for ps4 yeah that kind of thing um yeah it's weird not a i don't know not a mismanagement but to just... me there's there's like the
3: we're living in a post dark void Capcom. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was... The world before that was a different place yeah. and their company was a different place and their, I think their their infrastructure and their motto and their what they were aiming to do um, is very different now than it was a few years ago because, I mean, when we grew up, Capcom was on everything and they oh, yeah. made some of, the, like, the most interesting... Crazy, uh, sort of. Even, even the, pro- they made probably some of the best licensed games yeah, yeah, ever oh, of any yeah. company. Oh Yo, yeah, you know, I mean, you could hand them like the they made weirdest Zelda games. Yeah, yeah, games. Yeah, they, they made, games. Cap. They made yeah, cap. or
1: the Oracle, ones
2: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Minish Cap too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they, they were a definite leader, right? Yeah, they yeah.
3: Absolutely. They were one of the companies that you saw as one of the most important video game development studios in the, yeah. in the world. And
1: they even, they, they kicked off last gen with a strong note. I mean, they had Dead Rising, they had Lost Planet, they yeah. had RE5, they had Street Fighter 4, and then just something happened. And I then
0: guess. they had RE6 and, and then lost, they had Planet lost Planet 3, 3 and, yeah, and Dead uh, Rising 2.
2: Oh, I think we just solved that one. Yeah. That so So this brings up to mind, um, a good point, whereas like, Capcom has always been that company that would take chances, mm-hmm. right? And um, those aren't the the publishers that are really, really thriving right now, Yeah, right? The publishers yep. that are thriving are your Activision and your EA, and we all know why. So it makes me wonder if maybe those publishers that take chances aren't the future of the industry anymore, which mm-hmm. would be incredibly sad. That's super-duper sad. I don't like that at all. Sorry, that's new. Yeah, sad. It well, it'd be—I mean, it'd be interesting News if they.
0: Like, we, we talked last week about how Square Enix is is fielding ideas from independent teams about doing stuff with their existing franchises, like yeah. Gex and uh, yeah. Fear Effect or whatever. Yeah, yeah. licensing. Uh, uh, I would. Out. I would love to see. You know, I'd love to like in the same way that aging rock stars will produce pop records for younger bands mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. or just like use their influence to be like, hey, like let me, like movie directors do this—they'll produce things—and it's like I think that maybe. To make, making stuff internally. They're, Throw that they're name on it. They yeah. are too big to be mobile and flexible with the direction things are going. And unless they're going to really just, uh, you know, annualize something that's a sure shot,
1: you know.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, so I mean, the, the one way to make easy money and, and anger millions would be to annualize the best selling Resident Evil of all time, which is Resident Evil 6. But what that does is it completely splinters the fan base every single time because you have that contingency that are like, Resident Evil is an action Call of Duty game with zombies yeah. in a big city. And then you have people who are like, Resident Evil is a quiet, crickety house game where you walk around and you collect things. My favorite genre, Resident yeah. Evil and Gone Home. Quiet, <laughs> crickety house game. Okay. <laughs> crickety house games. Um, and that's why Resident Evil 6 was so bipolar because half that game was like you're in a mansion and you're finding items, and yeah, the other half was like kill a bunch of people Man, on, a, on a roof. I've never
2: stopped to think about how yeah. many different genres that series has encompassed. And it's, <laughs> they don't
3: know what they want it to be anymore. Yeah. And if you look at Revelations 2, it's definitely going back towards the like the Resident Evil four ish type yeah. of you know third person over. Like if you think about Resident Evil Raccoon City uh, or Operation Raccoon City, do you guys remember that game? Yeah, yeah. which I like? That was a Resident Evil Call of Duty game that came out a few years ago. Basically, mm-hmm. it was a it was a first person shooter game where on the back Battlefield, you just found herb, and it was just like, "Wait, where we?" That was the first person. No, that was the first person.
1: person?
3: Uh, oh, wait, oh, no, I'm thinking of Outbreak.
1: No, no, no. Operation, Operation Raccoon Out- City. Outbreak was online. the
2: co-op one. Four people online. Ra- Operation Raccoon City was the multiplayer focus. Yes, part. yes, yes. yes. Yeah.
3: Um, and that was a that was like an action oriented online game. Answered a just question like, that
2: nobody and, asked. Yeah, and we were sitting yeah, there. It, I, it didn't do well. Like, yeah, as,
3: as as somebody who was just like, I loved all the Resident Evils up to Resident Evil Four, which is I think like the apex of the series to me. Um, and then it took weird directions with five and six to see something like that happen. Mm-hmm. But then people sort of applaud them for it, yeah. like especially Resident Evil Six being the best selling Resident Evil. The message that we sent them was just like, well, people want the survival horror stuff but more people want the action stuff so maybe give the survival horror one to a new team and then make the action one to make your money like whatever keeps your business going so that those people are happy and we're happy as gamers like I'm all for that yeah I agree with that Uh, we have a couple more stories
1: Uh, we'll gloss over this one because I I don't think you guys are big Final Fantasy fans Uh, excuse me are you a big Final Fantasy no, fan?
0: No, but I'm excited about this one. <laughs> yeah. All right, right. Okay, this
1: is perfect. How dare you? Probably yeah, the sir. dumbest
0: thing I did today besides drink a lukewarm Sunset Overdrive promotional beverage was get really excited about a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. Like yeah 40, so... 40 minutes of gameplay of 15, oh, Final Fantasy 15 showed up online, Yeah. and I watched a good chunk of that and suddenly felt like I was 11 again seeing Final Fantasy 7 ads. Yeah, on TV. okay.
1: Um, I right. did not think anyone would be this excited except for me, so yeah. It looks there. really, really it cool, and good.
0: it looks like it's going to piss off a lot of people because yeah. it totally does not look like a
1: turn-based RPG. No, it's totally not. Yeah, it's, it's it's just like a bunch of dudes going on a road trip, and like I like, love that. Yeah, fight
2: in the woods. Yeah, they're yeah. fighting
1: the woods. You have to like you have campfires, beating up you, like, elephants, buffalos. Yeah, yeah, like, I feel like they're gonna, I, at I bet t- they're gonna kiss it at TGS. I
3: previewed it and I called it Tommy Boy with swords.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I Which love some that people so were
3: mad about, but yeah. you know, no,
1: I love that so much. And yeah, the combat looks crazy. Like it looks weird and different than anything else. Like, we have we ever seen a game that's
0: like a successful road trip, like a like a game where you're actually traveling. Versus... Good question. I feel. Versus just
1: open world. Like, we yeah. haven't seen an open road game. Yeah. Like, full throttle. Desert bus. was that. But it was an adventure game where you're not really. Yeah. Like, you're so, so yeah desert Does buses.
3: Yoshi count as a car?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mario Kart? Well, <laughs> aren't
3: horses the original cars? Uh, I guess so.
1: I mean, if you. Dinosaurs think are the original horse.
0: Lincoln uh, and
3: yeah. are sort of a. Yeah. I mean, one of them can't talk because he's a horse. So, no, we've never seen. All I, I heard yeah. Lincoln and Yeah. No, I was
0: like. like Abraham
1: like, Lincoln
3: and <laughs> But it's, it's weird because,
0: in spite of the fact that most games are from the ground up designed to be sort of linear, like, we haven't really seen a. Wa- I guess. What, what would, would you call you'd it? Trail. You'd call it, a, yeah. I mean, you've got you've got stuff yeah, like that, and you've got totally. games Road that are trail. just. I mean, like like that, but to have a game where you can stop the car and get out and explore,
1: and that there's mm-hmm. gas stations in this game, like what if you need gas? What if you could break down? It's like, well, I <laughs> guess you could walk, or like there's <laughs> a gas station like a ways
3: like, like, back there, but and there's, and there's you can go get dragons. gas and come back to your car. Yeah. No, you yeah.
2: Just what stay am there, I? The guy's like, well, the parts gonna be 150 <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I guess I'll go. I'll that's go awesome. kill a dinosaur and bring yeah. It, yeah, it. I'm back. gonna yeah. go beat up a wolf and steal its
0: rubies. You know, it's not a wolf. It's something I've never seen before, like a giant beetle that's got cool ears.
3: A chocobo with like a triple A card shows up, and he's like, "Hey, man, this is a problem." Lucky you subscribe to this ridiculous service. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that idea. No, that's really it's it's really interesting that you said uh, Oregon Trail because true. that's that's absolutely it's a road trip. Game. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely one of that's the first f- like buddy road trip. I mean, it's your whole family. It's, it's not a buddy road it's trip. It's are we there yet? If half the people in the movie <laughs> died,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that is like the that is one of the most like kind of archetypal. I mean, that's the Odyssey. That's what yeah. Odyssey is. Died yeah, journey. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've seen very few things actually that's really so tackle that. What really excites me about this is that they managed to do. Two things at once that so many games sort of ham-fistedly swipe at, and that is combining like surreal, fantastic elements yeah. and baseline reality. Like, yeah, because car cool.
1: looks like a regular car.
0: It's a reg- yeah regular car, and then there's these giant golems yeah. and like yeah. statues and yeah. Leviathans, and then a gas station, and there's a g- lady in some jean shorts who's yeah. like, "Hey y'all, are you Daryl and Damon all are. And, Daryl. <laughs> and then they're like, "We've got to get out of here." Yeah, but it's just so many games. Like I love, um, I love really just incredibly just observe an attention to detail stuff like yeah. uh you know like the light switches and lockers in Metal Gear Solid yeah. or yeah. all of GTA V and then I love really cool completely fantastic stuff that just takes the plunge sure. and it's so rare to see those
1: two things combined no but yeah.
0: to have a bunch of guys in a car who kind of look like maybe they are actually looking at what's sort of fashionable in Harajuku kind of 100% yeah.
1: these guys could have just like rolled out of some, some karaoke bar they got bar some Gatsby and, and, moving yeah. rubber in their hair yeah. you know yeah.
0: and then <laughs> they're you know in their car and then you look over and there's these these elephant animal things and a dinosaur yeah. yeah you're
3: like hey Cadillacs and, and dinosaurs I'm like, that, yeah. that,
0: you know what that reminds me of is that reminds me of a dream yeah. yeah like there's things that you recognize and things you really don't yeah yeah combined and uh, well, we don't
3: we lost that a lot a when point. when games became more and more realistic we lost a lot of that sort of like uh <laughs> A, a nine-year-old druid mm-hmm. type of yeah. Th- yeah. that kind of dream world you know of like if what reads. if a bunch of friends were in a car but they had cool suits but also swords and sunglasses but they fought dinosaurs <laughs> yeah. lip, that's, that's actually a, its head that's yeah. something <laughs> a kid says and you look at him dead in the face and you're like that's brilliant that would yeah. be awesome but yeah. we stopped doing that because it's sort of ridiculous to we like we make these fully or game game development studios make these like fully realized worlds and they kind of stick to it yeah and they don't really i mean we, we saw werewolves in the order and that's kind of it's kind of getting there. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's something a ten-year-old all would all pitch.
0: All pitch, yeah. But they're like they're lycanthropes, you know? Yeah, yeah like, like they're a werewolf. Well, they 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 a ten-year-old yep. would not pitch a lycanthropes. It's a blood disorder <laughs> no. that causes them to have lunar responses. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, like just make it a werewolf. Just, yeah. just make it a dinosaur. Like yeah. Yeah. make it a giant golem yep. man, whatever. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. uh, to me, it's
3: it's like a, it, it's a kid drawing animals in the margins of a history book. Yeah, I love
0: that. Like that's fascinating. And I think final. I think like I'm I'm so I'm I'm so just. Trying to keep my expectations guarded, but I will say that my my excitement for a Final Fantasy game is higher than it's been in a really long time. Yeah. As it,
1: is, as and as it, everyone in that. the office is saying that too, which
0: is. Yeah.
3: As it should be, I think, because I think I, no one in the last few years has been like, this is perfect, just keep making these every year. Mm-hmm. Like each one that's come out, we've always sort of been like, oh, man, you made those same mistakes again. Like, yeah, please yeah. stop. You made like,
0: 13 three times. Yeah,
3: <laughs> and this is coming from somebody like, I, I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but I absolutely loved Final Fantasy growing up. Like yeah. the Super Nintendo ones, the, even the NES ones, yeah. like loved them, played them to death. Yeah. Um, and then one day they, you know, we went separate ways, and now I'm sort of getting ready to come back to them because right. this looks really fun. I'm yeah, with I'm you. super and stoked. Different, and, and good. This is, this
1: is all coming from that Duskade demo, which is going to come with uh, Final Fantasy Type-0. Yeah. Uh, near the end of March, and so we're going to be having a lot on this soon. Yep, very it's exciting. Cool. Yeah, I'm
0: excited. I <laughs> just want to go on road trips. Yeah, yeah. Just want to have great hair Meet Also, a I wrote, you already have
1: great hair. And I, I bet, want a game I that reflects that accordingly.
3: <laughs> if you want to read a really cool preview I did for this game that isn't about this game at all, um, last year at Tokyo Game Show, I went to preview to previous game. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and there was an earthquake. <laughs> oh, was that the game? And I wrote about the earthquake. So you go read the that. It was the day game, I maybe? got to Japan the first time ever. There was an earthquake that happened when I went to go see the uh, trailer for this zero. game. Yeah, yeah. I saw Type-Zero in the trailer yeah. for this game. And the whole uh, Square Enix started shaking. <laughs> <So laughs>
2: Type-Zero is a fun GGG.
1: Go read that story. That was fun. That's the silliest. Uh, last new story before we get on to the three year anniversary. Uh, grow Home should yeah. be coming to consoles. Uh, according to Jack Cuvella, who's an artist at Ubisoft for Reflections, he tweeted out, Want to see Grow Home on consoles? We have a t- to prove ourselves on PC first, so tell every PC gamer you know to go buy it. And then he used hashtag Grow Home. Probably not true. How to- about Grow Up? <laughs> Wow. Wow, be so nice. That yeah, rude. Grow that up. was rude. Uh, Brandon, you reviewed Hashtags. Grow Home. I did. Uh, for people who didn't read your review and or don't have a PC, what's... you don't have a PC, that's weird. That's um, yeah,
2: true. So what's if happening? you want it on consoles, go buy it on PC first. Even if you don't have a PC. What is this um, game? So Grow Home is a is a cool little ditty uh, by Ubisoft Reflections. Um, and basically what it is is a climbing simulator where you're a tiny little robot and you fell out of your spaceship, way like 2,000 meters to the ground. Jeez. And now there is a plant in the middle of the world... Um, and your whole conversation about Dreamlight Games is like s- mm-hmm. still in my head right now. Like uh-huh. oh he was so right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a little robot that fell 2,000 meters to the ground, and there's a giant plant stock in the middle of the world, and you have to go collect crystals and uh, jump on these little offshoots of the main stock and guide them into floating gems around these these floating islands in the sky, and that makes your shoot grow. You know the the main goal of the game being to grow home yeah. um, back oh. to your spaceship. Um, so uh, like a like a beanstalk, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. It's, isn't it procedurally generated? Is so, that right? Did I make so that the up? animations are procedurally generated. Okay. The world is static. Um, the animations are procedurally generated, which is is awesome for two reasons. The the first being you know you never kind of know what's going to happen because it's a climber. So left trigger, right trigger, left trigger, oh, wow. right trigger. Kind of like Quap, but not as infuriating. Um, That's like it sounds. It sounds really infuriating,
0: but is it is it fun to play? It's it's
2: super intuitive.
0: Okay. It actually I, works,
2: right? It, yeah. it works so. well. I mean, uh, spoilers. I gave it an eight point eight on okay. IGN. Wow. That's
3: not a spoiler. That's actually You spoiled, the,
2: you spoiled the ending of the review. <laughs> I wanted them. I wanted them to read it first. Yeah. <laughs> so go we'll do always that. do that. Definitely I spent read some the words for that rewrite. review. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I gave it an eight point eight. I think it's fantastic. The art style is great. And the second point uh, uh, that I'll touch on, uh, as far as those procedurally generated animations go, is that um, the animations were. F- sort of are generated to reflect the way you're moving. And it gives him sort of this like childlike state to him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like the same way you'll see a kid chasing a bug, like a a toddler chasing a bug in the field, like he's running and then the butterfly goes this way and he stops and he's like, "Uh,
1: uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have full control over his body, but he's still really ambitious. He doesn't
2: have his motor skills down pat yet. And it's fantastic. Like there's so much personality in that little dude. Yeah. Um, I really I love the game. I think you'll love it too. And uh, as far as the PC or or console thing goes, uh, I would love to see it to come to console because I played with the gamepad. Mm. You can play it with mouse and keyboard. Uh, it is one hundred percent better on the gamepad. Yeah, correct. Oh, okay. Left trigger, yep. right trigger. I so. find
0: it. I find it a little bit, just a little bit. I don't know. Just just that that tweet to be like, oh, if you like, if you want to see it on consoles, buy it on PC. I think that a game that and this is this is Ubisoft that yep. published this. Yeah. I think if Ubisoft published a game on PC. They got an 8.8 from IGN. Chances are Sony already has somebody on the phone being like, hi! uh, This game seems neat. I mean, we've
1: seen... And it was a downloadable game, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. It's like... 15, 20 bucks? It's 8 bucks. Oh, that's... Half be, of what be, from I mean, yeah. from
2: what I remember, I think it's eight bucks. Don't yeah. don't kill me if I'm wrong. I mean,
0: wrong, you got yeah. you know you got Rami Ismail coming out on stage at, at Gamescom, being like, "Hey, check out Luftrausers. It, it runs on this uh, five hundred dollars supercomputer, and it uh, uses four colors and yeah. They're yeah. All brown. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah. I'm pretty sure this is the kind of thing that has gotten someone's attention. I just you know, and I mean, Sony sure go buy a Like but.
2: they've gone on stage at events before, be, and they've literally said on stage, like, "Hey, if you have a cool game, like get in touch with yeah. us. Yeah. You know? yeah. like, it's not hard to to get a hold of Sony and Microsoft. Yeah, I imagine this is coming. This is one of those games, and you know, we're, we're always playing games
3: here at IGN. There's people mm-hmm. with with uh, their TVs, and they're just reviewing games is all that the time. What we do here. <laughs> we, I, we do a lot of it, and you walk around the office, and a lot of it, you know, you don't get you don't get bored of it, but it is sort of business as usual yeah. to an extent. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those games where every now and then you'd walk over or look up, and there'd be like a small contingency of people around you just yeah. being like, "What is this?" Yeah. And, and like, it makes me beg the question, like, who's Whose job was it to market this game? Like why did no one know about it until a week before it came yeah, out? Like, it was like, hey, this, we have this cool game. Oh, and by the way, it's out next week. This yeah, this it felt like this could be one of those like indie darlings that every the whole industry kind of gets behind. Is.
2: It very much is. Um
3: and we didn't really know about it. It yeah. just sort of appeared one day and we live and we love it. So like why why was this kept? The se- why was this suffocated? Why was this kept a secret? Like, I have a yeah, f- this game was announced and then it came out.
2: Yeah, like, why? Why? I, I mean, and, and this goes back to the thing I'm saying about Ubisoft, like being one of the publishers that I respect and the fact that they actually take chances, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like this is something that they were like, "Hey, we have this technology we've been working on, probably for an Assassin's Creed or Far Cry, and like, well, let's just." Let's throw some mechanics in there and some yeah. the rules.
3: God, I want an Assassin's Creed game where you climb beanstalks so bad. Where you're just, just trancio, drunk. What are you yeah, doing? you're just drunk the entire game trying to assassinate. It <laughs> has really high RNG. Think how are have a
1: stick to try to stab someone.
0: <laughs> so one of my one of my favorite things is I did a I did a preview event for um, for Assassin's Creed 3 and one of my mm-hmm. friends figured out that to enter the debug menu on that, you jam down on the sticks. I don't know if it's top secret information or what, but <laughs> at that point, it would make Connor start flapping his wings like a giant <laughs> bird, and you could, if you hit, you know, if you hit jump, you would just go into the sky, and so you'd just be like flying through the entire <laughs> yeah. the world. Yeah. And somebody, somebody took the time to animate just that little extra bit so he didn't animus. just,
1: it's, didn't it's just part, no clip. It's all part of the animus. Well, your ancestors could never fly. Get down here. <laughs> God, that is the dumbest. Um, all right, that was our last uh, news story. We have uh, a couple more things. We want to talk about the three-year anniversary of the little, little Vita. Happy birthday, Vita. You're three. Little, little guy that could. Love that little thing. Uh, 16 Vita. Yeah, God, it turned three years old. I remember that launch event. Yeah. Jeez, what is happening? We're all so much closer to death now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, everyone is. Yeah. <laughs> Way to take a happy thing and just turn it <laughs> in. Uh... Not, yeah. not Benjamin Button. I don't know how that movie works, so I don't know if he's closer to death. No, you're right, you're right. You're right. You're... Yeah, he's, not, he's not closer to death. Uh, Tyler <laughs> from Seattle wrote in though, and said, uh, his question is that uh, what are the three games that are must-own for any Vita owner, and uh, what are some games that you're looking forward to on the handheld? Oh, man. Personally, he's looking forward to Shovel Knight, Resident Evil Revelations 2, Hotline Miami 2, Hell Divers, Sword Art Online, and Danganronpa another episode. It's literally called Danganronpa another episode.
3: So because he said shovel knight, I want to say that my two of my favorite games to play on Vita are Rayman Origins, which uh, ditches the multiplayer aspect but is otherwise a complete perfect console port mm-hmm. and just easily one of the best platforming games, e- mm. probably even of the last ten years or of all time. Wow. Excellent, excellent, beautiful platforming game. Um, and Wait, number two. Or legends? Origins. Oh, wow. Yeah, Legends, I I think, actually has some problems because it integrates a lot of touchscreen stuff, which I think is very cumbersome and kind of gets in the way. Mm -hmm. Um, Legends is actually a better – it's sort of a more robust game. There's more to do in it. Mm and There's better level uh, variation. But the touchscreen stuff kind of gets in the way of it, which bums me out so bad because that could have just been Mm – that's everything I want from a sequel. It's just bigger, better, more. Um, And no, didn't work. Mm -hmm. Uh, But – the other one is uh, Guacamelee, which yeah. oh, is yeah. totally far and away like. Good. And I remember like Guacamelee was one of the most tense games I played on the Vita. That game was
2: like it's just that game.
0: Also, that game is I had to switch between that and PS3. Yeah, and that's also the first time that I'd done that. I, I was I was guys I was transferring. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was literally transferring. Isn't that cool? To be able to goals. do that too. That was the first time that that worked. You yeah. Just, you basically did upload Cloud Save. That was the first Cloud Save yep. game I played, and it was it was perfect. And there's certain bosses Nobody where you just playing. you needed to use the thumbsticks differently, and it was just swap over. Yeah.
3: yeah, I had a. I mean, I think a lot of us sort of and and developers figured it out too. Was a couple years ago. Uh, when the Vita launched, it was all about sort of replicating that console experience at home. Yeah. Got to make that console experience at home. Let's yeah. get that third person, here's or your first Uncharted person. Game. Here's and your Call so, of Duty yeah. game. Yeah, so here's an Uncharted game that doesn't work as well as the platform, the golden, console ones. Golden and yeah, yeah. Golden, and abyss. golden Abyss, Golden Compass is a killing. It was. It Golden Blue Compass is a Nicolas and, Cage uh, movie. Uh,
0: yeah, and Golden Abyss was kind of a Golden Abyss. Yeah, it was.
3: And, like, here's a bunch of first person shooters that lose the sort of like that full screen immersive movie theater feel of being in a a surround sound room. Doesn't work. Um, It just doesn't work. And I think that halfway through the life cycle of the Vita, a lot of people were just like, you know what? Let's make quirky platforming games on this thing. Let's make cool handheld games. Let's make like, uh, like, sound shapes is awesome. That was going to be one of my three. Yeah, like, holy crap do I adore sound shapes and I think it's because a lot of people were like this just works here you know and like I even I played all of Walking Dead season 2 on my Vita on a bunch of trips and it works but when it doesn't it's a slideshow and I think it takes away from the fact that like stop trying to shoehorn the console experience into handhelds and start making awesome handheld games and I think the Vita has plenty of those once you get rid of that sort of like Well, can I play Resistance on it? Can I play, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can, but do you want to? Like, yeah, why, I why? Agree. when you have yeah. another
1: option. Yeah. yeah. Sound Shapes is, I mean, Sound Shapes is just one of the, you know, litany of amazing indies that you can play. Yeah. I, you, know, you can play on Vita. You can also play Elsor, yeah. but stuff like uh, Rogue Legacy and Spelunky and Glockaball. Yeah. Oh, my play God. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Um, A lot but, of those
3: are cross-buy, too, which is oh, yeah, why I love totally. it. Uh, Sound Shapes, you know, I bought it on PS3 and then I got it for free on Vita. And now PS4, it's free. Yeah. So you're so like, like, okay, this is great. Dude, awesome. Thank you.
1: The two sort of exclusives that come to mind for me were. Tearaway, which yeah. I adore. is amazing. Yeah. Tearaway is the one game that makes full use of everything the Vita can do yep. in such clever and interesting without ways.
0: Without being really stupid about yeah, it. Yeah, without being
1: stupid at all. So, so
0: that's one of those just in, just immensely charming games. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. game is so, like, it's not trying to to wow you left and right. It's, no. it's like a... It's like an Eric Carle book crossed yeah. with like a really good Monty Python bit. I mean, you know? totally. yeah, I mean this totally. in the holy in the nicest crap.
3: way possible, but it's it's one of the most Nintendo games to come out yeah. ever come out of Sony, mm-hmm. and that's that they they took this like really, um, sort of tangible art style and stuck with it the whole way yeah. through. The way the same way the new Kirby game looks like it's all made out of clay, mm-hmm. uh, Tearaway looks yeah. like it's entirely made of construction paper, and they just stuck with it. It yeah. was. When it's you just right really on the screen the sort of the the,
1: the paper moves yep. in the wind if you oh, touch man. if you put your fingers through the back of the screen your finger appears yeah. in the world yeah. the camera looks at you your character like looks up in the sky and you're yeah. appearing through the yep. sun you're the teletubbies baby yeah yep. so right um, all grown up and then uh, obviously persona 4 golden which we've mm-hmm. talked about on probably pretty much every episode of this podcast ever but mm-hmm. one of the best jrpgs of the last 10 years uh, is the way to play it and you can get excited for persona 5 cuz that game's going to be awesome
0: uh, i'm going to say Guacamelee. Yep. easy God, i got to love that game uh, hotline miami I think yeah. is the I oh think my is, God, I think yeah. is the best on V yeah. yeah. because that is such a weird twitchy game and the range of movement of the little nipple thumbsticks yeah. is like just perfect. It's perfect for yeah. it. And the it. average yep. run in that game lasts like twenty I've seconds. I've missed bus yeah. stops on numerous occasions because of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you want something in that vein, Ali um, Ali is really good. Ollie Ollie yeah, is it's really like good. it's like what if Hotline Miami was about skateboarding? And then of course there's Luftrausers, which is just crazy little planes yeah. flying around blowing up. Yeah. Um I am a. I love Proteus. Like Proteus oh is. God. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where people are gonna be like, that's not a game. It is a procedurally generated, uh, <laughs> impressionist yeah. hiking simulator kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes. It'll do this thing where it'll use your your GPS data, I think, and it'll it'll. I don't even know what it does. It it'll make a map based on sort of where you are, but it's not like, oh, it's San Francisco. It's like it'll just be sort of looking at topography or, yeah, or something rather. Yeah. Or other. Um, That's a game that I will play when I'm, like, trying to relax. There's not a lot of games that will relax you, but I will put on big headphones and get under the covers if I'm having a shitty day. Sure.
3: Speaking of which, uh, Minecraft is awesome Mm. on Vita. If you've never played it and you're just looking for something that's sort of like... What I really like about Minecraft on Vita, it's one of the only places you can play it where it's not sort of demanding your full attention the same way... When you're playing it on console or on PC, Like you're staring in front of that screen. But on Vita, you can sort of have it on your lap while you're marathoning through something on Netflix and just kind of like chopping down trees and breaking blocks. Yeah, and it's just like... It's very passive. Which, uh, especially if you're not, if you're if you're in the creative mode and not the survival mode, um, you're just building things. And yeah. You're just like, I'm going to build a house while marathoning through a season of Breaking Bad. Like that's mm. awesome. And, to I, be able and to do I think that. that's
2: that's the perfect experience to have on a secondary screen. Yeah, right, is a passive experience because if you if you have a secondary screen, you're generally on the go or yeah. you know, what have you. Stuff comes up, stuff happens. You miss yeah. a bus, right? Yeah. Yeah. like I don't want to stop if a creeper is right behind me just to you know.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. One of uh,
1: one of our video guys uh, had his kid in here last week. A couple days. In here. Yeah, yeah, no, not in this room. But in the, on this I, table? Yeah, or? yeah. Just uh, outside the door, and every time I walked by, he was playing Minecraft on an iPad Mini. Really? And the kid was playing it for like nine hours a day. Wow! And I'm like, man, I'm like you are enjoying yourself. Oh yeah, yeah I did. see yeah, that. Yeah. I
2: saw him. I saw him like. Uh, I was gonna say, hey, what are you playing? And then I saw every him time you Minecraft. By, like, yeah. And then like at the end of the day, I was like, hey, what? Are you... Oh, no, you're, you're still, still playing, still playing Minecraft. Yeah.
3: You're like, have you played Danganronpa? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm another
2: episode. What about you, Brandon? Uh, actually, I recuse myself. I don't own a Vita, um, and before I get booed off the podcast, mm-hmm. um, they've already booed you off. Oh, sorry. Half of them don't have Vitas. They're on the side. So, <laughs> so you if you all had Vitas, v-
1: we know how many people listen
3: to this show. If you all had Vitas,
2: yeah, <laughs> the so Vita it, would be a must. It, 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 prosperous. it, it, God. it God. All right, yeah. um,
3: are you are you a, a handheld game guy yeah, so in general?
2: It's, it's not. It's not that I don't think a Vita is amazing because I've I've seen it. It's just that I haven't handheld. I haven't had a handheld system since I literally saved up like my allowance for weeks and weeks and bought the gray brick GameCube, so I could buy Pokemon Red um, and play that. And that is that is Game Boy. Game Boy. Oh, the Game, Game Boy. Boy. Oh, I'm sorry. What did I say? Oh man, the you Game Boy. the Game Boy. You said yeah. GameCube. So like oh, '89. GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. So the the Game Boy, the the gray brick. Yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. The green and uh, the green. Puke green. Yeah, I bought that. I <laughs> saved up for weeks. For enough for that, uh, it, this is when it was uh, still Funko Land. Yeah, I went mm. to Funko Land and bought it out of the case. It was used, and I bought Pokemon Red. And I was like, "This is my game. This yep. is my first game I bought yeah. with my was own that, money." Was that
0: your first system or your first just your first handheld? This was my
3: first handheld.
2: I've been. Okay. I my first system was an NES, which I still have. I yeah, still have nice. the exact one. Wow. Um, and you know, I played Marble Madness and Zelda and all yeah. that.
3: I uh, I, I, no, I grew I grew up. Um, playing console games and handheld games but back then to play handheld games you either played nintendo ones which were amazing or you yeah. played the sega ones or the atari Lynx ones which were terrible but like the game gear was bad the nomad was too big to really be considered a handheld um and then there are things like the Lynx that they're you know and the tiger Electronics stuff and for a while nintendo had this really good monopoly going and then sony kind of came in out of nowhere with the psp yeah and when they did they sort of said um they were I just remember they were like being really put off by their marketing to begin with by saying things like we're going to take you out we're going to take gamers out of the handheld ghetto you know oh. like they specifically said that and I was just like you with know Def Jam Fight for New York yeah, yeah with yeah, like exactly. a bunch of garbage and I was just like I don't like this approach and it turned out like well, I, I sort of hate bought the PSP to be like oh yeah. what's this thing about like why, why is this so much better than the PSP Nintendo? was
0: marketed at the guy in your math class who sold enough weed to buy a PSP yeah yeah I- yeah
3: a hundred percent it was
0: such a it was such a like a pocket bro hand. It yeah. was a game yeah. bro, and it it like, it
3: did the same thing that the Vita tried out doing at the beginning, which was just like, we're going to replicate the console experience. And I didn't like it, And it was awful. But over time, it created this amazing library. Just you just look down one day and you're like, oh my god, there's like every old PS1 play? game in yeah, on and here. Had like, in yeah, and i had upon and Yeah, and all of a sudden I was tactics like, tactics or... I'm not mad at you anymore. So by the time the Vita came out, I was just like, bring it on. This thing's gonna be awesome. Yeah. I'm really excited for it's it. A, so it's a beautiful machine. I, yeah. yeah, I love it. Three years old. So happy birthday three years. Vita. The old NGP. Yeah. I don't and know now, if we we'll have, have it got, for
0: three now years. you got remote play and PS Plus cross yeah. by yeah. yeah. thing. And yeah. I, think oh,
2: this. I think it's finally got the architecture yeah. and sort of the ecosystem to, to really make it a. A true part of the whole Sony. Well, it was, just um, needs the sales. It was uh, it was so designed needs- by
0: um, God, uh, <laughs> Mark same
2: yeah Mark Cerny. Yeah. Was, he designed both of them. Yeah. Oh, dude, is it just me or like could you listen to Mark Cerny talk forever? Yeah. I yeah. love him. Yeah. Anytime yeah. he gets on a stage, I'm just like man. Yeah, I, he's. I, he's, I yes, love he's him. A but then I story. then I watched the
0: movie uh, Secretary, and I realized that James Spader and that reminds me a whole lot of <laughs> Mark Cerny, <laughs> and wow. Wow. it makes him really scary.
1: Then Mark Cerny is going to become Ultron. Wait, okay. So who's Dillon
0: Hall
3: in this analogy? I think we are. The, three, the 3DS, <laughs> I don't know. We are the... the forget it. Yeah, that guy, yeah
1: we, we brought that one in the weeds. Uh, two more things left. Max, you want to tell the kids what they can buy this week? You can buy the following things on your PlayStation
0: <laughs> devices. Jesus. Dessert Ashes. Desert Ashes. Wait, hold on. Uh, is that Dessert
3: Ashes, like burnt cakes? I really wish it was Dessert Ashes,
0: because that sounds <laughs> like... Dessert Ashes? Like a bad s'more. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the best game ever. This is a PS Vita digital game. Butts! It is a turn... <laughs>
1: That's who Magil.
0: I almost kept spit out his
3: water. Um, that's a, that's a mission accomplished.
0: <laughs> this is yes. a turn-based strategy game with online multiplayer and a single-player <laughs> campaign, which also boasts an innovative menu system, allowing players. This is all.
1: <sighs> oh, it's got an innovative menu system. Uh, oh,
0: okay. good.
3: That's what I look for.
0: All yes. bodies of water have the ability to freeze overnight, nice. <laughs> which here at IGN we're not fans of. This game already sounds like it has too much water.
4: <laughs> um, so but it sounds kind of
0: cool. It's got a day and night system. I still don't know what the game is about. Desert Ashes, um, but yeah, you can go check that out. I don't have a price point for this, unfortunately. Seven hundred dollars. Seven hundred dollars. Yes. Dragon Ball Xenoverse. 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 Well, that settles how to. It's, it's Z- Xenoverse spelled with an X, but Dragon Ball Z. That's PS4, PS3, digital retail. It's Dragon Ball. You can create your own character who is a time traveler, and there's a catman or something <laughs> who's using magic to make the world the worst place. It's usually what happens. I like yeah. anime. Uh, Dynasty Warrior 8 Empires, PS4 Digital Retail. They are still making those nasty warriors. The <laughs> nasty
1: warriors. Grant the nasty
2: warriors. Uh, oh, man.
1: Oh, God. How do you... Um, oh, yeah. No, no. This is all yours. H-Toll
0: hashtag Niku. Let me see. Oh, wait. Is it Hatsumi? Is it, it. Nik? No? no, it's not. It's, no, you nailed
3: it. H-Toll... H T O capital L hashtag N capital N lowercase i uppercase. Wow. Okay. Somebody at Atlas
0: fell asleep and they're heading the keyboard. <laughs> like, what? At the it bottom.
3: sounds like somebody just dragged their
0: fingers across a keyboard <laughs> yeah. and they were like, ship that. What are we going to name this? I don't this know. Is, this is coming out. This is, sorry, uh, colon, the Firefly Diary. Yeah. Did it's I gotta, tell you guys it, about
3: my new game, Asdaf, for 92?
0: I'm sorry for making fun of anyone's screen names. You know, like, that's not a product that anyone's trying to sell. That's
3: a sequel to Quarty eighty <laughs>
0: uh yeah dark naruto 6699388661 underscore x it's okay to have that name you're not a product i don't know why someone would name this
1: <laughs> at the bottom of an old ruin a young girl named mayan awakens with no memory of how she arrived at this dreadful place
0: guided by two fireflies mayan must solve puzzles outwit monsters and avoid traps to escape the darkness I'm escaping the darkness <laughs> direct Mayan's movements as Lumen and destroy obstacles as the shadowy Umbra untold mysteries await
1: because they stopped writing the description there yeah. <laughs> mysteries are untold I like how for one character it says direct her movements I'm like that's every game ever yeah. Yeah. directing someone's movements Yeah.
0: no I mean that could that could be really cool <laughs> Control I have, I have something. no idea because I'm reading a small paragraph that doesn't really say much and I couldn't pronounce the name of the game so uh, <laughs> uh, Hyper Devotion Noir Goddess Blackheart for PS Vita Digital and Retail what is these titles,
3: man? That that's I a real... to the
0: world of game market. <laughs> uh, <sorry. laughs> or game market? Uh, <laughs> Do they oh, know that, that yeah, it's the it's hi- word
3: for hyper devotion is, is obsession?
0: <laughs> this is actually hyper Dimension Neptunia series. Hyperdimension. First time ever. Yeah. Uh it's a strategy RPG in Hyperdimension Neptunia. So if that's a thing you like, it has a maps laden with laser beams, flame pits and more. I just I hate reading about games because it's just like we work here, we know what games are. I mean, obviously this is for people who the, understand the language, are, yeah. but it's just like we could do a fun game show where I read something that Brian and I made up while we were drunk,
2: and, and I, I will try. You to would have to guess: if, if is you guys made it up, or is it PR speed? Yeah. we one hundred percent just do this for next week.
3: You can also sure. like you can make any game sound bad when you just describe the things. And like The Last of Us is sure. a is a game where you can control mushroom characters men
1: have taken and, yeah, over America.
3: Fight cauliflower people in the old backyard. Well, <laughs> well watch out because, because your traveling breaks. partner can't and swim.
0: Tough man Joel <laughs> and his aquaphobic teenage girl pal have got to make their <laughs> way also through the apocalypse. To anyone who See a real herter. horse. Yeah. <laughs> Throw a bottle and then run away. <laughs> now,
2: now, with realistic brick action. There's a giraffe level. Shoot a doctor? There's a giraffe <laughs> level. <laughs> <Question mark. laughs> There's a
3: giraffe level. Damn it.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, Limbo is coming to PS4. Uh, that gets good, just also, don't make fun of it. If yeah. you've Push a
3: real log. <laughs>
0: yeah. so that's a terrifying spider. If you've never played Limbo, play Limbo. It's, yeah, it's on it everything It features up point. to
3: four colors. Yeah,
0: that's a great game on... Uh, yeah,
3: <laughs> Including two shades of gray and a broken hotel sign.
0: Fifty Shades of Gray, the game is coming out. It's called Limbo. Um, uh, yeah, there's Resident Evil Revelations 2, episode 1 for
1: PS4, PS3, right. digitally. Only. I think our review, our review is going to be up by the time this, this shows right. up.
0: Yeah, this is interesting. They're doing the episodic thing that we talked about extensively on this episode. So if you like... Um revelations of evil there you go and you can use flashlights to expose darkness <laughs> fans of rugby 14 will be excited to hear that rugby 15 <laughs> is coming out this week <laughs> for ps4 and ps3 uh it's like american football but much tougher and cooler sorry was that offensive to american football fans no i think it's fine they, right. yeah it's uh, it's rugby there
1: don't you go american football fans listen to this show yeah you can't yeah, get if you me I'm in a
3: padded room full uh, of podcast equipment. <laughs> Fight each other to the death. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Was that a maddening statement? <laughs> All right, uh, and then of course there's Starwall. Star Wars, Star really cool. yeah. Starwall. Star 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 The Force Awakens. Uh, pure PS4 and PS3 digital cross-buy. It is a f- flop it out with up to four players in a retro epic norware battle in space. The heart-piercing action is furious. unrelenting. Star Starwell will change. Starwall It's like Towerfall. It's future life.
3: Yeah, that game is Plus, awesome. Is fun, by the way, yeah, you guys play it. Played it? A lot of fun. It's yeah. it's so dumb and so fun. Yeah. And so, it's just like it's one of those games you throw on when there's a bunch of people at your house and you're like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get these guys to play Smart a game yeah. with me. And then an hour later. They're going to leave.
2: Wait, and this yeah, is actually, on, Sorry, and this a, is on Vita or not uh, for Vita? PS4. Yeah,
0: yeah, PS4. PS4. There's oh. actually a subheading to this description. The di- this digital entertainment object for home console hardware is all about love, respect, and all-out mayhem. <laughs> that's great. That's and a those great are, are that, that is, a, that is a description written by people who get it. I think. You know, uh, yep. Under night in birth exe late. What?
1: <laughs> is Max, all right. <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> that's what it says. We need to play. Let's go have PS3 digital now?
0: and retail. Uh, from the companies behind Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue comes Under Night in Birth, X-Late.
1: <laughs> we a two- copy and this a, from the PlayStation
0: It's a, a 2D fighting game. Lay this on Ryan Clements. All and this then is Ryan Clements' fault. I, these are like, these are like trials, trials courses for my mouth. Xevious 3D <laughs> slash G+. Plus, uh, Restart. It's a PS1 classic coming to digital. L- Ionists from the planet Xevious are invading Earth. Jump into a Starship Salvalu in this updated classic as you fight against the forces of some p- supercomputer GAMP. It's a PS1 well,
1: game. Yes, this is not going to be a video breakout. Now,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> demos and betas Limbo PS4 trial, Nano Assault X PS4 trial, Resident Evil Revelations, and Star Wall. Resident Evil Revelations is a PS3 trial. and Star Wars of for P- Star Wall is for PS4. We did it, guys. Star yeah. yeah. talk. That's all good, right. that's, I like that's a good, pretty good week for uh, games that are really hard to say yeah. <laughs> out loud. <Limbo,
1: laughs> yeah, Limbo, Starwell, and possibly Resident Evil. Check our reviews so for if, the
2: big ones.
0: If you don't have, if you don't have a good answer for when someone asks you what you're playing, and you just want them to worry about you yeah. and just yeah. spout off a bunch of confusing numbers and letters, there you go. Just
2: yeah. Tell them you're gonna jump aboard starship Salvalu. There you go. Do we want to? Uh, do we want to do our uh, little segment about yeah. a special game? So
1: this will be our uh, our last segment yeah. uh, of the week. Uh, obviously, if you listen to the Last week, a lot of you guys liked it. We liked it, so we're excited. We're going to be doing it for the next 50 weeks.
0: Yeah. Now, somebody, uh, somebody then, brought yeah. up
1: something interesting. What we're doing is we're trying to make a list
0: of 50 must-have great games for PlayStation systems. Yeah. This uh, this is this is. Yeah. I think we should really stress, this isn't really like a definitive top 50 we're not, list. Yeah, we're not going to rank no. them.
1: Yeah. Obviously, if someone comes in, you're like, this is going to be a mishmash of opinions yeah. because we're going to have different people in here. Um, But yeah, by the end of this, we're going to have 50 games that are going to be like, hey, these games are rad, and if you haven't checked out some of the old ones, go try to do that. Yeah. Um, I think like a Criterion collection is a good way of looking at it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. That's exactly. not
0: the IMDb Top 250. But that's hopefully, just a no, curated I'm, I'm hoping
1: Armageddon does not get in here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There you go. Some no one's gonna yeah. buy a game on so it there. So what you got for us, Katamari? Ah, that was a spoiler. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. The game, uh, the game I am choosing is.
2: Uh, Whoa. No. Whoa. uh it just went through the whole spectrum. I don't of weird know what happened.
1: Happens. Yeah, this is what happens when you podcast for an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, uh, Katamari Damacy is my choice uh, from uh, September of two thousand and four for the original PS two. Uh, the original PS2, as opposed to the second PS2. PS2, PS2. Remix, Reve Ducks, yeah. Salvo 2. Salvo. <laughs> um, Dream Murder you Night guys Simulator. Did you guys play this game when it came out? Yes. Like, mm, yes. Do you remember right when it came out, when it was $20? Yep. Like, it just released at $20. I did not remember that, but yep. yeah, that's that's awesome. Which was amazing. And so, I remember, I think I was reading on EGM, like, they were like, hey, this really weird, awesome Japanese game that feels like, you know, stuff like Ataru Man and Drop yep. of the Rapper and these crazy games, Mr. Mosquito. Uh, it's out. It's incredible. It's unlike anything else you've ever played and it's $20 Uh, and I remember picking it up and being like holy crap this is mechanically different than anything I've ever seen before Mm -hmm. and it's so bizarre and it worked so well and it still works well like those mechanics hold up so well yeah yeah um so, yeah, in case you guys don't know, it's a game where you, you play the the prince of all cosmos, and your dad is sort of judging you because you have to go down to Earth and roll things up. And the more you have to – you start as, like, a little like, – like, the size of, like, a marble, and everything you roll up, the marble becomes bigger and bigger. And so by the end of the game, you're rolling up, like, planets and, yep. and universes
3: it's sort of like it's a game concept built on those parts like every time you would see a snowball roll down a hill in yep. Looney Tunes and like a street sign and a Bugs Bunny and a tree would get stuck yeah. to it yep. like they built the game out of that yeah, it's, it's really cool because it's like it's it's very it's actually very polished mm-hmm. which yeah. you, I mean, we have a we were talked earlier before about like games like I Am Bread and Goat Simulator that are like kind of like in, intentionally broken mm-hmm. and that's the goofiness of them yeah. but um This game always really just kind of worked. It just looked goofy
1: doing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it it did a weird job. Like it has so many gags, it's almost like borderline slapstick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With uh, like the groups of people you find, the things like you'll you'll get a stop sign, it'll just be sticking out of your yeah. your your katamari pole, and if you roll a certain direction, it'll just mess up the role you have. Yeah. But it taught me about like Japanese culture. Like yep. it was the first time I heard the term salary men. Like I picked up a bunch of dudes in suits and I was like, salary men. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> yeah. And then I realized like, oh, that's what they call their nine to fivers, which are the more like nine to niners. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah and then god the soundtrack holy yeah. crap
0: so actually this is um, this is a game that I remember I went through this gap in high school where I just I none of my close friends had consoles at the time and mm-hmm. I wasn't I was broke so I didn't have any games so I was just watching a lot of pirated anime yeah. and stuff uh, and I remember getting a ride home with my friend's older brother and we get in his, his old maroon Volvo which just smells like illegal things and he puts on this weird music and I'm sitting in the back and I'm like what are we listening to and he's like it's the Katamari Damasei soundtrack. Damase. Because <laughs> this was like 2003 or yeah. 2005 yeah. or whatever. No one knew how to say it. And, and I'm like, what is that? And he proceeded to explain what the game is. Mm-hmm. And if you never played this game, like... I'm I'm so envious of hearing it for the first time yeah. again. Mm-hmm. That's just it's one of those games that is so high concept but manages to deliver on it. Yeah, he's like you roll through this this house and you pick up all the little things like lint and paper clips and dust and you keep rolling and rolling and rolling and before I make this a Fred Durst joke, <laughs> uh, you're picking up cows and planets and streets yeah. and buildings and it's like I'm like how is this a thing? How is this a game? And yeah. I was I was picturing. I was picturing a very realistic game, like I was picturing like this game in like yeah. you know CryEngine, basically, yeah. <laughs> but uh, which would be a really Whoa! cool, bond. really realistic, hyper realistic. But like that's, I just I love that playground discussion, whether it's like you know grade school playground or just like you know high school friends backseat <laughs> playground of like that. That sounded really that's bad. Uh, just like explaining what so. a game is and being like, yo, like you can do this thing, like you can go and do this. This is a world where this is a thing that can happen and yeah Katamari is like so weird for that yeah. for a reason yeah.
1: that game it, it's still the original still holds up incredibly well uh, I've, I've showed it to a bunch of people who don't really play games and they sort of immediately get it you just have to use the two analog sticks yeah. uh, especially when you unlock like the final thing of the game is just an endless mode where like, there's no there's no time limit there's no panic you don't have to worry about anything the game is just fun yeah. it's weird and unlike anything else uh, that guy obviously afterwards went on to do uh nobi nobi boy which mm-hmm. was weird but i think less successful uh, mechanically mm-hmm. and in terms of just raw entertainment
0: that's when you're like a caterpillar that eats yeah yeah and you're like things? growing and you want like, to get all the... the
1: way to different planets and like everyone's sort of in it together so you got when it was explained to me
0: in, in my friend's car i was like wow i get it and nobi yeah. nobi boy i was like no wait hold on yeah go back what yeah yeah, yeah. What? You what? To, what you have to you have to yeah. judge your caterpillars against your friends in yeah. space or something <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> what that's how the world works um awesome. Yeah, God, Catamari right. So yeah, approved. Catamari. Yeah, did it. you're in. All in favor? We did it. You get a vote. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If
0: you okay. would've said no, cool. I would have cried. Katamari. <laughs> we did get it. Get out. Katamari Damasi.
3: You want right. to you want to roll the ball home? Yeah. So, um
0: Thank you guys for listening. It's a lot of fun. Um, if you'd like to follow us all on Twitter, Brian is Agent Bizzle. Mm-hmm. Marty, you are McBiggity. Yep.
2: Brandon Tyrell, are you just Brandon Tyrell? I am, yeah. I had something complicated, and then I'm like, you know what? It'd be easier for everyone. smart wise. move. Yeah, I'm wise. the same
0: way. I'm Max Scoville. Uh, be sure to check out the Beyond Facebook group on Facebook. Yeah. It's it's great. And,
1: um, and if you have questions, email us at uh, beyond at com. Uh, if you have ideas for topic segments, for things we're doing well, things you'd like to see changed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, give, give Brian a little a little love for the new theme
3: song that you heard at the oh, very top of yeah. the yeah, episode, I which yeah. um,
0: this is a hot hot track, hot jam. Um, Thank you, guys. We
3: gave you a long show today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. enjoy. Thank I think you I'm, very I'm much. Thanks for joining you. us. It's
0: our us. pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything you want to plug that they should go check um, out besides your reviews?
2: Yeah, I'll read my reviews. Actually, I just started a podcast based on Smite, new MOBA. So if you're into Smite or gods or mythology or just... Uh, hardcore competition in a MOBA setting uh, check it out right.
3: uh, wow that was like specific and then really vast and then
2: really specific I like to expand and contract you know the universe that was good Um, (laughs) the universe so it should be it should be up actually probably same day this is so radical awesome
3: yeah
0: cool thank you guys for listening Beyond.
3: beyond 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 beyond